You already know what it is. We got Aaron Singerman and PJ Braun holding it down for you and yours. The best in bodybuilding. Iron Empire Radio. Check it. You fucking with the All right, PJ. Iron Empire Radio is back, and this is a totally different production. We have you sitting here next to me in the studio, I guess you'd say. We are actually recording this live on video so people can watch this on YouTube and on our channel. And what episode is this today, PJ? 27, I believe. 27, you're right. Did you actually check or do you know that? No, I'm starting to pay attention a little bit now. Yeah. I think now that we bring it up every single time, you kind of get an idea. Like, uh, you kind of have to remember. I think you do owe somebody a song, but I'm not sure who we owe yet because we're not looking at the uh, fan page yet. We'll pull it up after. So, PJ, uh, tell everybody what you're doing here and where we are and uh, how's everything going so far? Um, I am here for your wedding. Because I am the best man, yep. as I typically am in everything else in life. And uh, I flew in. I had a very long day flying yesterday. It's weird looking at myself while I'm talking to you, by the way. You don't have to look at yourself. It's you weird. can look away. Um, I, like to, I like to look at you when you're talking It's to me. weird. It's a little weird. Because <laughs> you're right here, but I'm talking to you there. Um, and it's a little delayed. So. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I flew across uh, the United States... And I arrived here excited to go to the beach and have good times. Mm-hmm. And so far it's been raining the whole time. And the outlook is not good for the rest of the uh, the <laughs> whole time you're here. If we look at the... If people want to see your Facebook page, it's on your Facebook yes, page, right? Yes, it's on my Facebook. Every single day is thunderstorms. The little image is exactly the same for the next uh, seven days, and it's not a good image. Um, but we're hoping that perhaps when we go uh, tomorrow night down south a few hours, that maybe we'll drive out of the bad weather and get some nicer weather. Four hours, we're going south to Boca Raton, which is right next to Fort Lauderdale, for people who don't know. Boca Raton is generally thought of as like where the rich Jewish people go to retire. Are you mm-hmm. familiar with that? Yes, yes, yes. Um, my uh, my great-grandmother, the first time I went to Boca Raton was to visit my great-grandmother, um, and uh, Gigi Dubrovner, that, that was the name, Gigi is what I call her, mm-hmm. uh, and she lived in this big, huge building. It was like, a, I guess it was like a, kind of like a... I guess you would imagine like a big apartment building, mm-hmm. but it was split into, uh, it was like 10 or 15 floors and it was literally split. So when you come up the elevator, it's just, instead of a hallway, it's just like a little area and there's a door on one side and a door on the other side. And, um, like one half of the building of each floor was one person's condo and the other half was the other person's condo. And it was neat. So like you would actually come up into the floor and you would imagine a hallway, but you just see two doors. And, uh, my grandmother... She was, unfortunately, when, uh, obviously, my great-grandmother, she was old. So when we went to visit her, we went to visit her. It's actually after my uh, after my time at a halfway house. I went to uh, West Palm Beach. This is an interesting story. Well, I, I should probably tell this. You'll like it. Okay. I went to this place called Sunset House. After I finished with Palmetto, uh, where um, I did my inpatient, my first inpatient time, I was hoping to go home. Like, I was done. I had spent a long time there, almost six months. And uh, I was hoping to go home. And unbeknownst to me, I had no idea, but... The person, the guy who ran the place, Dr. Cook, told my parents I needed to go to a halfway house. And I was like, oh, my God. You know, obviously, the last thing you want to do when you're done with something like that is go someplace else. Mm. And um, we went. Uh, I didn't really have a choice. So I went to this first halfway house in Baton Rouge. And it was horrible. It was worse than the rehab facility. Uh, it was all kids, which was, uh, oh, PG just got some, just got some uh, schmutz yes. off me or something. We were very... Um, Strangely close, so I, I had yeah. to get that off. Thank you. Um, so 
anyway, uh, at this uh, at this facility I went to was so bad because I was used to Palmetto, which was all rich older people, mm-hmm. basically doctors and lawyers. So going to a group of uh, kids that were all had like serious drug problems, you can imagine like eighteen year olds, seventeen year olds. These kids are like fucking horrible. How old were you? Uh, at the time, at that time, I was, um, that was the first time I was eight, I was almost 19 mm-hmm. around then. I was almost 19 and it was all kids and it was all guys and they were all fucking horrible. So I spent a month at this, this place that was just ungodly bad. And I told my parents, I'm like, look, I'm going to run away. Like this place is so bad. It makes the half, the actual Palmetto addiction recovery I went to, uh, look like a good place, like a fun place. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, we'll find you another place. So they started looking and they told, they sent me this brochure of a place in West Palm beach called Sunset House. And I saw it. It was on the beach. And I was like, oh, this place is awesome, right? <laughs> it's like, send me there, right? So um, they, they picked me up, and we drove all the way to West Palm. It was a very long drive. And we went there. And they had all my stuff with me. And we got there, and uh, it was on the beach. It was beautiful. Everybody had their own little, like, houses, and I had a roommate and everything. And when we met with the, the guy who ran the place, it was a defrocked priest, which means somebody was actually kicked out of the priesthood. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're sitting there talking to him, and I was like, oh, this guy's gay as fuck. <laughs> He's like... All right, my name is um. Uh, you just call me Pastor uh, Pastor Mike, and um, I was the priest, but I got kicked out. Oh, and um, as you know, they don't really like you know when guys touch the boys. And, oh, and I'm like, god. I'm like, oh my god, are you serious? He's like disturbing. Yeah, and I was like, whoa, this is so crazy. And he's like, and I just I was very repressed. He's like, and uh, I found myself, and I found my calling, and it's to help other men who are in problems like me, who have problems with drugs. I'm like. Uh, this is so weird. So it must not have been brought to, like, uh, police attention. They must have just got rid no, of him. No, no, the, the church you would just got never be able to, no, to have a business like that. The church just got rid of him. Oh. And so my mom and my dad were like, whoa. <laughs> and uh, and he's like, you know, I'm just being honest with you and everything. It's like, you know, I want to be honest because I know you I expect honesty from Aaron. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, okay. He's like, let me show you the place. And so we started looking around, right? And we went to um, my area, my cat, my little cabin mm-hmm. on the beach. And they're like, so this is your cabin. And like... I want to introduce you to some of the guys. And so he brings out one of these guys, whatever his name is, let's say Larry. He comes out and he's like, this is Larry. And Larry's like, hi, I'm Larry. I'm like, oh my God, this fucking guy's gay too. I'm like, oh, this is crazy. And I was like, I hope this isn't my roommate. So far it sounds like a pretty cool place. Yeah, yeah, it was great. (laughs) And so uh, I was like, all right. And and they're like, this will be your roommate, this other guy. And it's this uh, this really tall, skinny guy. And he's like, oh, my name is John. And I was like, oh. He's like, how are you doing? And he was like, I was like, good. And he's like, oh, I really want to get into working out because I have HIV and I'm, I'm trying to like stay muscular. I'm like, this guy's fucking gay too. Hmm. And I was like, this is weird. So I'm looking around. Pattern starting yeah. to form now. So I'm, we're, my parents and we were walking around and I'm noticing all these fucking guys look gay. I'm like, this is fucking crazy. And so I'm like, uh, I'm like, excuse me, uh, Father Mike or whatever his name was. I was like, a lot of these guys are, are, are gay also, right? They're like, oh yeah, so most of our, our men are gay. I'm like, Really? I'm like, really? That's interesting. He's like, it's about 90% of our guys here are gay. You have 100 people, about, I would say 90 of them are gay. I'm like, oh, okay. And my mom was like, looked like mortified. Why? It was just like, that was a sunset house. It was like they had a fucking, you know. Was that the area very gay or was was it just something that like, that was known to the gays? This is where you go. (laughs) Apparently, you know, like I said, we didn't realize this, but this place is very popular for like professional gay men that are they're dealing with drug problems, hmm. so I was like, "Wow!" And I, I called my mom and dad. So I was like, "I'm not staying here. I'm like, I'm not staying here. This is not. This is for gay people." My mom's like, "Look, Aaron, we drove 15 hours. You have all your stuff. Yeah, we're not bringing you back to the house." I was like, "So you're gonna leave me with the fuck all these gay dudes?" I mean, keep in mind, you know, 18 years old or whatever. These are all older gay guys, yeah. and and I'm like, "Wow!" I'm like, "This is." 
this is crazy. And my mom's like, look, you have a choice. You know, we can bring you back to other place or you can stay here with the gay guys. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking stay here with the gay guys. Because <laughs> <laughs> the other place was so bad. It was hoodlums or the gays. Yeah. You chose the gays. And so I, I, I ended up staying with this guy, the tall guy who was my uh, roommate. <laughs> it was so weird because at the time I was still in the bodybuilding and stuff. I ended up working at World Gym as a personal trainer. And I worked there all the time to stay out of, away from this place, basically. <laughs> um, like, I worked from, the, like, 6 in the morning till like, late at night. And I saved up a lot of money being... I was actually a pretty good personal trainer there. But uh, uh, my roommate, I would notice that, like, my he would actually come into my room... And I would find all my muscle magazines in the bathroom. And, um, mm. and you're right. I don't know where this is going. And so um, I uh, I asked him. I was like, man, I was like, could you, like, ask me? You, like, go into my room and take <laughs> the magazines. He's like, I'm embarrassed to ask. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, you're embarrassed? He's like, well, because I don't look at them for the articles, you know. <laughs> and I was like, oh. I was like, oh, man. I was like, look, uh, just take them, whatever, man. Just take them. So that's my uh, – anyway, on the way back from that – uh, from that experience, which actually ended up being not not How that long bad place, I was there for ninety days. So did you make any friends? Yeah, I made friends with all these guys. Did any there. weird like shenanigans go down in there? I don't know. I stay. I was out of there so much. Like, like I stayed. Fights at night. Oh, I don't know. My roommate was uh, the, the tall gay guy with the AIDS or HIV. Tall. Um, You're tall. How tall was this? Oh, guy? he was six nine, six uh, eight. Very skinny. Uh, I really didn't interact with most of these guys, you know. Like, so I had very little interactions. I know that I actually competed in my first bodybuilding contest there. I did on uh, Mr. West Palm Beach, and uh, the I got to tell you they were they were all very uh, excited to uh, to help shave my back. I'll tell you yeah. that. Yeah, I had a lot of people watching at the back. They shave. probably wanted to know if you needed your pubes shaved. Oh, they would have shaved anything I wanted. Eighteen year old the bodybuilder, they yeah. loved it. Um, so uh, when I was on my way back, you know, from the rehab, I went stopped at my great grandmother's house with my buddy Will, who picked me up. He drove me back, and. Um, we stopped, and my great grandmother was uh, in the process of kind of like going a little bit nuts. You know what I mean? She was like kind of losing her shit, and um, and that's to be expected. She was ninety something, ninety eight years old when I visited her. Um, and um, my mom told me she's like just kind of be on the watch because your grandma is um, is starting to like give away her stuff to like the maids and stuff, hmm. which is a bit you know like she she would give away like jewelry and stuff to the maids because she had like a, a maid serve like a few maids and then she had like a a butler and stuff and she didn't realize like what she was doing yeah you know? she's giving away like family heirlooms heirlooms oh to, like, to to these these people were like we love cleaning this house. oh of course and so i was like i was kind of on the lookout and um when they brought up the car she had a driver and we brought they brought up the car the um the the guy who brings up the car i guess like the valet she came up and he gave him a hundred dollar bill and we got in the car and i'm like grandma you know you gave him a hundred dollar bill and she's like oh yeah 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 I'm like, uh, okay. I'm like, you know, probably you shouldn't do that. She's like, I just give him one of these every time. It was like a hundred dollar bill. And she's like, I don't, I just give him one of them. It's like just a dollar. And she's like, I give him one of the bills every time. Oh my God. So she couldn't, why does she, she have hundred dollar bills on her? I don't know. She couldn't determine what was. And why were you not driving her around for that kind of money? <laughs> I should have been, <laughs> I should have been taking care of her. Uh, it's funny when I was in the, in her house, she's like, would you and uh, will, uh, like a drink? And I was like, sure. I was like, sure, I'll take a drink or whatever. And I figured she'd bring me Coke or something. She comes back with two glasses full of whiskey. <laughs> a whole glass full of whiskey. She's like, this is your Grandpa Max's favorite drink. And I'm like, this, this, this whole thing is, is alcohol. And she's like, ah, you have a nice to have a cup of, a cup of drink there for, for him. And uh, he'd have this every night. I was like, Grandma, you know I just got out of, um, out of rehab, you know, for like drugs and stuff. And she's like, it's okay to have one drink. <laughs> and I was like, no, we can't have any drinks. Uh, how old was she? 98 at the time. So she, she died at 101. Um, it's actually an interesting story. My great-grandmother, this is uh, Grandpa Max, helped start um, 
uh, what's the name of the insurance company now? Um, AIG. AIG. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he was, uh, he is actually in New York City. Him and uh, his brother started, helped start AIG, which is actually ends up being a very big company that had some problems, uh, financial problems recently. Remember, they, they're having all these problems. Mm-hmm. And they, I think they got bailed out by the government. Uh, but anyway, he helped start that. And when, uh, when he retired, he got a, he got a lot of the money from, from that. And so she, when uh, he passed away, she kind of, uh, I guess, I guess she took over all that money. And in the process, you know, uh, unfortunately none of my family got any of this money, but, uh, that would have been nice if they would have. But yeah. uh, apparently, you know, it's funny when people have money like that kind of money, like really big money, uh, the family members fight over it. Oh yeah, big time. yeah. You know, because her two brothers, my grandmother's two brothers, are very wealthy, and uh, they fought like tooth and nail to get the money from because my grandmother passed away before her mother died. So it's pretty crazy. She had no like will, like like living wills, to evenly disperse everything it, to, to the to the three kids. But the problem is when my grandmother died, mm. my grandmother died. The two brothers were the, like the sole heirs. So uh-huh. They didn't. They don't care about my family. So they and it's funny because they're so super duper rich. You would think that they wouldn't want to do, but the richer people are, man. It's amazing. The more greedy they are. Yeah, well, that's why they're like that. So um, let's talk a little bit more. I'm sorry I went so off uh, off a tangent okay. there. It's yeah, a good story. Um. So we uh, we have Timbo here. Yes, Timbo. We love um, Timbo. People will get to hear a little bit of Timbo because we're going to have him answer some listener questions with us. And we've talked a little bit about Timbo on, on the past. You know, now they're going to get to really see Timbo. Yeah. Now they'll actually see that we're not exaggerating. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I actually <laughs> last night I called uh, Amber to say goodnight to her, and I, I was like, "Hey, say hi to Timbo," and I, I put the phone on speaker, and she was like, "Hi," and he just started telling her just all these random stories about like. Like, uh, the time when he got, like, his dog, like, high, and then she, like, peed on the floor, and he was going on and on and on and on, and I was like, okay, say goodnight to Timbo now, and, and she was like, goodnight, it was like a 10-minute story. Did she like, did she like Timbo? She thought it was funny, yeah. she, she thought he was, like, basically just how we said he was. I think that Timbo actually would get along great with Amber. I think yeah, they're, they're, I think they their would. Their mentality. I actually told him, I was like, you, you guys would get along very well. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to, uh, the gym, the powerhouse gym. Yep. Cool gym. Big. Were you gonna, you've been to a lot of really nice gyms. Yeah, it was a good gym, and, and uh, Aaron Stern was working out there, and Lane Norton was there, and um, a couple funny things happened. Steve and the Matt, the, I introduced you to. Yes, to a two bodybuilder. Big legs. Very big legs. Um, uh, <laughs> so there was a large uh, man uh, that was uh, using the leg press. The big black guy with the dreadlocks. And he was a wrestler. wrestler. And uh, it was kind of funny the face that he made because I assumed that like people probably let him do whatever he wants. Yeah, I noticed you didn't. You weren't taking any shit from this big guy. So you know he's, he's very big too. He's probably what six six two seventy five. Yeah, he was big. He was a big, just guy. a big, big and lean. So they were doing like a, a circuit, but it was a ridiculous. It was like seven things. Yeah, and they were jump roping over here, and they were box jumping over here, yeah. and then they were doing something here, and they were balancing on the ball, and they were leg pressing. Yeah. And so, you know, there's two leg presses, there's a girl on one, these guys are on that one, and I wanted to use the leg press. Right. So they were gone for like five minutes, so I'm like, okay, we're going to use... Literally, literally five yeah. minutes. literally. So I started to go and get on a leg press, and the guy gives me kind of like a dirty look, and he tried to do what probably works often in there, and do a little intimidation factor. Yeah. And he's like, I'm, I'm using that, I'm using that, we're using that still. He goes, we're using that still. Yeah. And I go, that's cool, so are we now. <laughs> and he was like, perplexed by it, he was like... yeah. Like, he didn't know how to deal with that, so then we just started using it. You're like, you're like, you can use it too. It's all working. <laughs> yeah. He was like, he was like, uh, he just kind of sat Yeah, there. he didn't know what to do after that. Yeah. But it worked out, it worked out okay. And, uh, he goes, he goes, and next time he's like, is it my turn yet? My turn yet? <laughs> you're like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. He was like, how many plates did I have on? I was like, five. <laughs> um, so that was pretty funny. And then uh, Timbo didn't make it too far. 
through the workout. And today was my volume day, which is like, it's nothing like crazy with weight, but it's just a very, very fast pace. I knew that this was going to happen because Timbo, he's like, I'm, I'm doing a lot of volume now too. And I know that when me and Tim used to train legs together, he would have to stop sometimes because he would puke. Mm. So I knew that when he decided that he could hang with you, I was like, oh, this is going to be not good for Timbo. Well, what I purposely did, I do this sometimes with brand new people. Uh, maybe not people that I do all the time. Is It's a fast pace anyway. But today I actually sacrificed even a little more weight to go at an even faster pace. Um, and, uh, you know, he um, disappeared for a while. <laughs> we didn't know where he was. Yeah, this video will be up on RX Muscle. You know, it's kind of funny because he actually smelled like puke, too. When yeah. He came back. It was kind of, like, grossing out a little bit. He was covered in sweat. He was a <laughs> sheen of sweat over his whole body. And he was a little bit, like, green. I have, I have it all on video so people get to watch it. You know what? I'm just going to... We, we got through the hamstrings, and I'll just do quads on a totally different day. <laughs> I was like, that's a good idea. You're, just, you're done. Just rest now. But it was a good gym. And there was a lot of people uh, working out there. I liked that. It was a good, good atmosphere. And then we went to the mall, and I bought a. Uh, yeah, this is a big. This is this a big is deal because a lot of people may not understand that. Although Aaron is the Jewish one, I am by far cheaper, and I live a pretty frugal lifestyle. But I also hate uh, spending my money. Even if I have the money to spend, I still hate to spend it. Yeah, but I have needed a, a laptop for a while, and um, I also need a new desktop because my desktop sucks. I actually punched it the other day. That's how bad it sucks. Um, so, the first step is going to be getting a laptop, and Aaron has convinced me to get a Mac, which I don't have, but everybody always says the Macs are better. So well, I, you love the, you keep, you love your iPhone, right? Yes. You, you mm-hmm. know they make good products. Obviously, you're, we're looking at a, an iMac, and I have a, a MacBook Pro, mm-hmm. and I've just found that, uh, we even did a video, I did a little commercial we did for, that I'll put up on our YouTube page, maybe we'll put this on the, on the fan page here, for, um, for Mac. I'm just impressed with their products, and I know yeah. that you, although you're, you're, you're not used to them. Once you get used to it, you're going to love it. I just, I know you will. Yeah, some, I'm sure I will. I mean, I, I, the one thing I wasn't impressed with was how much money they cost. They're I didn't expensive. know that going in there. I assumed they were going to be expensive, and I had like ideas in my head, but they're actually more than, than that. You spent almost fifteen hundred bucks. Spent a little bit. <sighs> um, you would have spent more if, if if it weren't for um, the the guy was trying to sell you the three year three hundred dollar or whatever uh, Apple Care package, which is not that bad a deal. The problem is that. You get a one-year uh, deal anyway, which mm-hmm. you say. So, and when I have brought Apple products back to the store, they're very, very nice about like fixing shit anyway. Yes. And then, so like you think about it, it's like an insurance policy, and how, as you know, how insurance policies work is they're betting, they're betting that you're not going to have a problem, and you're betting that you are going to have a problem. And so, for three hundred dollars in three years, that means you're going to have to have a pretty significant problem with your computer for that mm-hmm. to make sense for you to to, to work. Yeah. And I've never had any problem. Actually, I sold. Tim, my old iMac. You see, this is my new iMac, the big, new big fancy boy. one. And I sold him my 21-inch one that I had from uh, previously, and it was about a year old when I gave it to him. He's had it for a year since. He's never had any problems with it at all. Matter of fact, he says that it's just as fast as when I gave it to him. I've never heard anyone say anything. Like, I mean, I was uh, my computer wasn't working the other day. I had to go to the business center of, of my complex to use the computer because I had to get some things done. And um, the guy in the business center came to talk to me. He's, he's a little gay, this guy. And he was like, oh, what's, what's going on? And I'm like, I don't know. My computer, uh, it's not working. I have stuff that I have to get done. I got to get it done now. And he was like, you know what you need to do? You don't have a Mac, do you? And I was like, no, I don't. And he was like, get a Mac. You'll have no problem at yeah. all. And I'm like, yeah, you're not the first person who told me that. So it's, it needed to be done. And it's, you're going to be happy. I'm telling you. You, you know what? I budget things really well. Hand us the, hand the laptop so we can show it to the camera here, since people are getting to see it. Let's show, I'm going to show you how, how cool this thing is. He's got a, a MacBook Air. He didn't get the Pro. He got the Air. We got sold the Air, basically. 
Check out how thin this thing is. I mean, this is pretty impressive. It's light. It's just very powerful. It's very thin. It's weigh, it weighs like nothing. What do you think? This is two or three pounds, maybe? Yeah, tops. Um, not, it's, it's pretty damn cool. If you guys aren't seeing this, you can see. I'm going to put this on the YouTube page so people can watch it. I mean, this is a cool motherfucker here. Sorry, Isaac. Sorry, Isaac. Yeah, sorry, Isaac. Um, it cost, uh, the, the computer itself was 1200 bucks. You did what I told you to do and got the one-to-one package, mm-hmm. which what they'll do is you can take this laptop in, your other laptop, and they, or your other computer, and they will transfer all your, all your documents yes. down. For, that costs $100, but this is the real, this is the kicker. If you don't know anything, you want to learn anything about your Mac, you get at least one uh, one-to-one, that's why they call it one-to-one, mm-hmm. one-to-one meeting a month, I mean a week. Where you can go in there, you tell them what you want to talk about or what you want to learn. They'll literally teach you. An expert will teach you whatever you want to learn. And that's great for me and you, but mostly me because now you won't call me and be like, how do I how do I do this or how do I do that? Or you probably still will. But yeah. now I can oh. say, go to the store. Well, I'll probably wind up going one time to the store. Oh, That's it. I hope you do more than that. Well, I'm I busy. I'm busy. And, and to go and sit in the store, that'll be have to be something I have to do on like my off day. So, you know. It's definitely worth it. I mean, when you, you can learn a tremendous... If you do... One of these uh, sessions, you know, spend an hour with somebody a few times a month, man, in a year, you'll be an expert by the time the thing runs out. You'll be literally, you'll be teaching me shit. Uh, they're very good over there. But I'm very happy that you bought this. Th- um, this, I, I needed to get it. Um, but what I was going to say before, like budgeting things, yeah. this weekend is is possibly, I would I would guess, going to be my most uh, financially straining uh, weekend wow, uh, uh, of the year, I would guess. My suit, seven hundred bucks. But you forgot. You forgot it. Forgot yeah. my suit. That's pretty. Oh, people wanted to hear about that. So here's what happened, real quick, fast story. I was going to drive myself to the airport in San Diego and leave my car at a client's house because I didn't want to leave my car in the airport for over a week. Um, Expensive to do that. Yes. Add your. Uh, every time I do that, I don't know how it is in San Diego. In LAX, I go away for four or five days. It's a two hundred dollars. Yeah. So um, that was originally my plan. So I had my suit hanging in the car. And I was going to shoot down there in the morning. And Amber, when she heard I was going to do that, was like, no, no, I'll just bring you down. And um, since she works the opposite way, I, I didn't think that would be something that would work out. But she wanted to bring me. So, you know, we got up in the morning, threw stuff in her car, forgot to take the suit off the hook in the back seat. And we were about 10 minutes from the airport when I realized that. I was Unbelievable. Like, oh, my God. I mean, I, I wasn't totally freaked out. I just knew that I was going to have to pay to get it sent out. Right. So we got $700 suit that I'm also paying $100 cuz I think Jerrell was more freaked out than you. She, she was pretty freaked out. She thought I was kidding around. She thought you were punking. No. I'm, I'm being serious. My plane ticket uh back um that I waited too long to get was over $300. My plane ticket here, which was originally around $300, I flew in on a day that didn't work for you. Well, it wasn't that it didn't work for me. You would have got here tomorrow during the day. We would have had to drive right to Boca, which wouldn't have made any sense. So this way, you got to come in Monday. Well, I, didn't, I, I didn't know that we were driving that day. So I had to change my ticket. That was $220 more. And then buying this. This is where it's the guilt trips. The yes. Well, I just want you to so understand, and understand the, 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 the money that's going yeah. into this. The wedding, the, you pay for the, the hotel. The hotel's expensive. Uh, Although and, we got a great deal. And now, you're, 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 what I'm trying to get at is that your, your original gift <laughs> has come it's down. It's gotten, it's I'm taking these out of, out of the gift fund. So. Very nice. Very nice. So, <laughs> basically, by the end, I'm going to owe you money. I, I'm going to have a bill. It's <laughs> going to be an envelope with a bill. Of, uh, instead, of, instead of money, it's going to be like, <laughs> you owe me $350. It's <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's nice. Um, well, I mean, Dave Palumbo has been saying he's going to be giving me the best gift anyway, so he's That's got good. a little pressure that he's going to, yeah, yeah. I'm expecting quite, you know, after somebody says that over and over again, I'm going to give you the best gift you're going to well, get. Well, there'll be some, 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 uh, wealthier people there. Yeah, you know, it's uh, funny. Oh, I, I, I totally forgot. Um, the, uh, the girls are, are pretty expensive too. Um, we put the down payment. 
on that for Friday night uh, for the bachelor party that I ordered. No, 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 no. I guess no, you no. cancel that. You better cancel I that. I hope Daryl. I can get my money back. Daryl will not be happy about any gun of girls. <laughs> That's the one. The one uh, stipulation, and we talked about this in the last thing. And one of the guys on the boards, uh, PT PTB. I don't even think you you haven't read the RX boards much mm-hmm. lately, but one of the guys on the boards uh, was saying, you know, that I'm already so whipped or whatever. The truth of the matter. Oh, you're agreeing. No, no. I, the truth of the matter is that she was ha- she has had nightmares about this fucking <laughs> strip club thing. Sorry, Isaac. I mean, you, people think I'm kidding, but for whatever reason, because I said that I would grab their boobs or their butt or whatever, this this has been like an ongoing thing now, where she's like, like it's almost like she is like terrified of this Friday night thing. Uh, so much so that she said that if we were to go to a strip club or any girls are involved, that it would start our marriage off in a very bad way. Um, and she's gonna be, I guarantee you, she's gonna be worried about it. So I told her she's going to get uh, harassed a little bit by you and Lewis and whoever else. I mean, the, the funny thing is, is, is like if we if we rented out a hall and like 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 ordered some girls to come, like those situations I've I've been there can get pretty out of hand. Oh yeah, there. sure. But if we're going to be in an actual, you could do ass to ass. Yeah, ass to ass, ass to ass, like Jennifer Connelly. Yeah. If if we were actually doing that, then I could understand. But in a, in a strip club, like you know, you would have to be really, really, really like really intoxicated. For me to think that you would be doing that anyway, no. and it's it's not like we would be like shoving you in the champagne room and stuff, and and like fuck not, her, fuck yeah, her, you know what I mean? So, no, yeah, it's not gonna happen. So she's got nothing to worry about. I don't even know. Do, you and Mike Popkin seem to have uh, Pop Tart seem to have kind of taken charge of the um, of the festivities. Do you have any ideas? Have you spoken to Mike or whatever? Yeah, but he wanted to do the strip club too. So no I mean, strip club. basically, basically, you you know, you're being a good guy, and you're you're are, although you are whipped, no, you're being a good guy. But but uh, Darielle, you ruined all of our nights, basically. So we all came out here, and you you ruined our nights. You should know that. You yeah, should be should, aware. You should provide her. You should ask her for the bill. Hand her the bill. I should. Uh, I should. I told you. You know, I would be willing to strip for her and her friends at her party. I'll definitely shave this dirty, gross beard. We both have money. People are looking. I'm trying to not look at myself too much. It's been a long day. We we trained. We did some Iron Mag Labs commercials. We did. We did. You did a good job. But why we both have the same uh, outfit on right now? Yeah, we like to do that when we go out places. Yeah, I think we're gonna do that. We we bought some matching outfits for the weekend (laughs) and stuff. Um, That'll be that will be uh, definitely. Actually, we got a lot of comments today walking around. When me, you, Tim, and uh, Lane Norton also walking around. Seems like we're like requesting people to come up and be like, "Oh, what do you do to work out?" We had one guy at the um, one guy at the uh, grocery store who was just—he kept saying he was uh, he was what he was right at the edge or something. What was he saying? He's like, "I'm right at the I'm right at the I just need a little push. I'm I right need at a little push. I'm, I'm at the edge. I just need a little push." Like, I've been I've been taking what is he saying? Powerful. I'm gonna take powerful at night. Uh, you heard of powerful? You take it. You, you grow, grow muscles you grow, at night. You grow while you sleep. While you sleep, you grow muscles. I'm like, oh, that's good. And uh, it's funny. Pe- me and you kind of handle it the same way. We're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when people ask me, like, yeah, yeah, I work out, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Tim will actually stop. And be like, hi, my name is Tim. And he'll be like, shake their hand. And he'll be like, like, here's my business card. And he'll like start answering their questions. Like, I can help you if you want to get bigger and stronger. I can help you. And I'm like, I'm like, Tim, they live that you don't live here. And he's like, I don't care. I got clients all over the country. Yeah, he, Tim gave his card to um, the woman in the uh, the mall when we were yeah. going for our ties. We met this. Uh, my Daryl made a big deal about getting black ties. And we are not getting black ties. It just was... It's not reasonable. They already have ties. You got ties. They're actually dark already. But the wedding planner was very like insistent that we all need to have the same color ties since we're not all going to have exactly the same suit. Um, obviously, that didn't happen. But this older black lady was there, and she was like just amazed by the size of us. She was like, "Damn, damn look at these 
was like, oh, I want to make my day. What's your name? Where are you from? And, and Tim's like, me and you were like, hey, nice to meet you. We're laughing and thank you and stuff. Tim actually takes out his business card. And he's like, hi, my name is Tim Holmes. Here, my car. He's got my pictures on there. You can remember me. You want to see my picture? Because he's got himself posing, doing like a uh, hands overhead abdominal shot. And he's like shredded. And so he gives it to people. Like I think he likes to get that reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, we're actually going to have him. I, I want to. I don't want to ruin it because I'd rather Tim tell the story. About how many people he's met. I mean, he met a guy earlier that he he's actually meeting now to buy marijuana from. Uh, should I not even say that? I don't know. Mm, I would edit that out. Okay, <laughs> please, for what I maybe, maybe we have to edit the video. Yeah. So. For what for what I was involved in, please yes. edit that out. Um, so we. Uh, <laughs> so he met uh, he met uh, a lesbian on the plane that he befriended, and I actually had to give a, a very long ride home oh, to. Oh, I, I forgot to tell my plane story. You got a plane story? Mm-hmm. Tell the plane story. Oh, the moving over in the seat? Yes. Okay. It's another... We have Every story, it seems to have something to do with gay guys. Let's go. Go to the gay, gay right, guy plane. So, I, um, I had to change my flight last minute. I did not have a seat assignment for my flight from Houston to here. Uh, and um, I got a middle seat, which was a curse. And this was a small plane. And um, You did the, the method that I suggest to every big guy. to um, When you sit in the middle yes. seat or in an uncomfortable seat... You have to, as the people are walking in, you go, mm-hmm. oh, I, I, I inflated myself as much as I could. And the first guy came, and, um, you know, I was like, you can't stare at him a little bit. And uh, he was like, oh, I have the window seats, which I didn't want the window seat anyway. So I was like, all right. So people were coming, and I was like assessing each person, like, mm, can't, I'm not going to be able to intimidate that guy. I'm not going to be able to intimidate this girl. This lady's really old. She probably won't. You got to go with If it's a girl, you go with a different man. Yeah, right? so I'm like looking, and all of a sudden I see this little guy. And he was this guy was the spitting image of Harry Potter. I mean, everybody knows what Harry Potter looks like. Right. And he, it was funny because although he was an adult man, he was a tiny, tiny little man. And he was—I'm uh, I'm not exaggerating—he was probably 130 pounds. Little glasses looked just like Harry Potter. He had a little suit on, like tiny little suit, like a little boy suit, but he was a grown man. Uh, so he's coming, and I'm like, "All right, here we go. Please, please let's be my guy." So I'm getting myself wide, and he comes over, and, he, and he's like looking at the numbers, and he sees the number to his seat, and he looks down, and he sees me, and he goes. <laughs> it was so funny and he goes um, I'm uh, sitting here and I was like listen man I go if you don't mind um, I'm going to make this a really uncomfortable flight for you if I sit right here I go but if you want to trade seats with me I'll lean out into the aisle the whole time my arms won't be on you it'll be much more comfortable for you I go I'm sorry I'm a, I'm a little bit wider than a normal human being and he goes well you have obviously worked very, very hard to be wider than everyone else, and I will certainly switch seats with you. And I was like, beautiful. It worked out great. And I got to lean out in the aisle, so um, I was dreading that. That was going to be rough, because it was very hot on that plane in Houston, too. Yeah. And I was already sweating sitting there, and I was like, oh, I'm going to have to sit like this for three hours. I'm going to kill myself. Was it hot when you got into the plane? After a while, the AC started going, and it was a lot better. Yeah. I don't like when they, now that it's summertime... And it's when it's hot on there on the uh, on the tarmac. If the people leave the uh, windows up, that's yes, the problem. They have when to they shut land, the windows and yeah. they have to leave the vents open. If you, exactly. If you come, if when they land, people don't shut the windows and they leave them open and they and they close the air. The plane gets very very warm. hot. You have to know. Like, you have to fly all the time to know to know these things. You know? Yeah. And when I when I get on the plane, when I, we were in the last one with me and Darielle flying to Louisiana to uh, to New Orleans. We got on the plane and it was it was sweltering like it was mm-hmm. like ninety degrees in the plane and everybody I mean I'm hot natured I'm like you I'm very hot anyway mm-hmm. but even like the normal people uh, were like women were like oh you know excuse me sweating and I was like man and when I asked the lady I was like is there anything you can do and she's like no not till you take off 
And I was like, man, these yeah. people really screwed us by leaving the, the windows open. Sucks. Yeah. Especially uh, the air is like stale too. So it's oh, stale, horrible. gross, hot air. Horrible. When, as soon as I get off the plane, I always, the first thing I want to do is take a shower. Yeah, I agree. Me too. Um, so one of the stories that everybody has been asking for, and I feel like this is our opportunity because we're going to do listener questions. Tim's not here right now. We're going to wait till Tim comes back anyway. So okay. for the listener questions and we got to do shout outs. But I was wondering if this will be the time, in your opinion, to do the um, the Evan Santapani, PJ Braun guest posing story. Do you have it in you? Can you can you bring that back to us? Yeah, I mean, I may not be able to tell it as good as I used to because I haven't thought about it in a long time, mm. all the details. But I can give you. I'd like to try to give you a good story that's not too long. I mean, a version of that or some other story. A version of that story that's just not too too long. Okay. I mean, I'm. I, I, you I, know I the story. You've heard it a hundred times. I can. I can see if I can. Well, I know. I don't really. To be honest, well, with here's you, I here. I can tell it. I can. I can. I can accelerate it. I mean, it's not like I didn't live it, so I don't. I, you know, I, I may not be able to give you the funny little details. I might forget some. Sure. Because it's been a long time. People but, have been um, asking. Every week I get a few people asking. Yeah. I mean, the original time when I told it on, on, on off, off topic. topic was fresh. Yeah. And it was, my mind was still blown. People loved, people loved that story. So. so what happened was this guy reached out to me. This gentleman by the name of Joe Lyons. Talk right into the mic because this is your story, PJ. And uh, so Joe Lyons reached out to me. And he said that he was a huge fan of myself and Evan Santapani, and he wanted us to guest pose at his show, the Space Coast Classic. You were very excited about it too, because this was your My very first, first guest ever yeah. guest pose. And you're with and you're with your buddy. Yeah, this is gonna be fun. So I'm like, wow, this is gonna be awesome. I'm gonna get paid to to do something that is fun, hang out with my friend, you know, kind of like a you know another goal accomplished, right? And um, so I was really excited about it. So you know, the guy is like going back and forth with me. In emails a lot about this company that he's starting, and he's looking, you know, he wants to help, uh, you know, this this younger bodybuilder he's sponsoring. He's going to fly this kid out to train with me and Evan while he's there, and all this stuff. And we're like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, no money had been exchanged yet, so I told him the rate that I wanted, right? So, um, you know, and Evan had told him his rate, which, you know, obviously Evan's rate is more than mine because of who he is. Um, and it's literally like two days before we're supposed to go. We're on posters everywhere, and, and, and Evan's like, "Dude, have you got have you gotten the money from this guy?" And I'm like, "No, you don't do things like this anymore either. You don't. You don't no. Like, no, no, I didn't know. I didn't know yeah. any better." And so, Evan and Evan did this was Evan was um this was a few years ago. Evan mm-hmm. was new to this whole deal too. Yeah. So he was obviously you both handle business differently. Yeah. Now. So I finally get half of the money from the guy, and he's like, "I'll give you the rest cash when you get here." I'm like, "Okay, well now I have to go." So I tell Evan, and then, and then Evan calls the guy. Did Evan get half his money? He got part of his money. Not It wasn't half, actually. It was like a quarter. We found out later on. I found out later on. So, uh, And he told Evan the same thing. I'll give you the cash when you get there. The rest was done via PayPal. So um, the guy asks me if I will critique his bodybuilding picks. And I'm like... The guy? Lennon? The Joe Lyons, yeah. Oh. So I'm like, oh, okay. So he competes too. Mm, that's you would think okay. until I get the pictures, and he actually he looked exactly like George Costanza from Seinfeld. That's right, I remember this. Yeah, go yeah, yeah. and YouTube who that is if you don't know who he is. I mean, spitting image of him, mm-hmm. glasses. I mean, I'm like this guy has never touched a weight in his life. <laughs> and I was just like, uh, yeah, I mean, you got a lot of work to do, you know, but it can be done. And he's like, I'd like to hire you. And I'm like, yeah, you know, we'll discuss it when you, when, when I get there, whatever. So. um we, we get to the airport, and, uh, you know, it's kind of funny because we're waiting, and Evan's like, I don't know, I got a funny feeling about this. And I'm just, like, happy, whatever. Now, at the time, this was the, the heaviest I've ever been in my life. And Evan was, was 
always large anyway. And, um, you know, we both said that we wanted aisle seats. And this guy, Evan's walking down, and he's like, what number are you? He's looking at his ticket. And I say my number, and he's, like, shaking his head. And I'm like, what? And he goes, he put us next to each other. Oh. And I'm like, oh, my God. And it's funny. Evan's seat was the middle seat. Uh, but I took the middle seat because he's even wider than me. So I was like, dude, take the aisle seat, right? So he was pissed. It was kind of funny. We actually made the flight attendant take a picture of us. And we are both just, like, crushed in there like this. You couldn't make move switch like and get some. Dude, the plane was completely full. We were asking the ladies felt bad. They were like, "You guys are going to be so uncomfortable like this." And we're like, "Yeah, there anything you can do?" Nobody wanted to do anything. And it was funny. There was a little guy next to us who actually. Uh, it's funny we talked about this earlier. The guy next to us was reading Harry Potter, and this dude's crushed against the window. Poor guy. And so Evan looks at the guy and he's like, uh, "What are you reading?" And the guy's like, "Harry Potter." And Evan goes, "Do you think if Harry Potter was here right now, he'd use that little wand to get us in some better seats?" And the, the kid just, like, laughs. He's like, I don't know. So we got to fly the whole way like that. We're, like, miserable. We get Would there. that guy have switched with you? He didn't want to, Nobody wanted to switch, dude. Wow. So we get there. And um, Evan's like, do, do you know what the guy looks like? I go, yeah, actually, he looks like George Costanza. And he's like, seriously? And I go, yeah. So we're walking through the airport. Did you tell Evan that he, you actually had... Yeah, I told him, like, he sent me pictures of himself. It's wow. interesting. So we get there. And we're walking through the airport. All of a sudden... You see George Costanza just waving, and he's and Evan's like, "Oh my God!" And there was a thing with him, right? And he was like, "What is what is with him?" And we're getting closer and closer, and uh, we actually couldn't tell if it was a, a man or, or a woman. We we couldn't figure it out until the end of the weekend. Actually, it looked a lot like um, uh, Pat's friend, not Pat, but Pat's friend from the movie Pat, mm. with the blonde hair, like kind of like an in between. Um, and it had like the, the, the dumb and dumber haircut, like oh bowl, God, the like the blonde bowl. And we're like, oh, and it, and, and it had boobs, but it had a man's face. And, um, and this was George's buddy. Yes. And we get there and well, we're, it's his relative. We, it go his to, relative? we go to shake hands and, and they're like, we're so excited to see you like grabbing us and stuff. And we're just like, oh my God, what are we getting ourselves into? So you knew that there were, these two were weird. It was right? really sketchy already. So they, we, uh, we get to the car and they have this trunk filled with these bootleg products that they had developed. He's like, we're coming out with our own protein. I mean, the label looked like it was done in crayon with like a glue stick. And he's like, do you guys want to try it? And I know, the way Evan is, like he doesn't put anything in his mouth that he doesn't really make himself for the most part. And I'm like, screw it, I'll do it. It's like hot. I'm like shaking it up. I'm like drinking it. I'm like, that's good. I put it in the thing. I was like, I'm probably going to throw up from drinking this. So we get in the car. Evan sits in the front. I sit in the back with the thing. The guy driving starts talking like Cartman, or he was attempting to talk like Cartman from South Park. He was trying to be funny. And it didn't really sound like Cartman, and so we were just like, why is he talking like that? And he's like, you don't get it? It's Cartman from South Park. And we're random? Like, yeah. Random. And we're just like, oh. And so I'm like, it's funny to just like, when you're in a situation like that, right in front of people, just text. So I'm texting Evan. I'm like, these dudes are pretty weird. And, and he's like, I don't like this. I don't like this. And I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I, don't like I go, this. I text him. I go, do you think these two guys are gay? And he texts him back. I think that they're axe murderers. So I'm like laughing in the back seat. So I start talking to the guy next to me, like blah, 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 blah. And, um, Costanza is like, oh, he can't hear you. He's, he's deaf. And I'm like, oh, he is. He was just talking to us before. And he's like, no, no. In that ear, he can hear you on that side. You have to talk to his other side. So that's really, really awkward. So I'm like, 
tapping him so the people can see like that we have this recorded so I'm like hey and I'm like I don't know what to do I'm like motioning to his other ear and he's like turning <laughs> turning his ear to me so Weird. I'm like asking him like what he does and he starts telling me this really sad story about how he used to be a pharmacist and he got very very sick and he lost his hearing and it was just a really really sad story and I'm like looking at him I'm like still trying to figure out if it's a man or a woman right so all of a sudden Costanza gets really really mad he's like we need to make a stop and he, and he drives into this house and he gets the thing out of the back seat out of the car and he's like, I'm sorry. He's like, that's my brother. And, and you know, he, he's very sick and he shouldn't have been here. And we're like, oh, that's your brother. And we're like, okay. They look nothing alike, but whatever. And so I'm like, okay. I thought they were like, why did he get mad? What was mad? I don't know. It was a weird, there was a lot of weird just stuff. suddenly he got mad. Like the Cartman thing. He just suddenly got mad. Crazy. So he gets the guy out of the car and we're like starving. We're like, can we bring us somewhere to eat? He, he, he brought us to this place and he left us there. And it was like something that you would see like out of like 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 Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like it was like flies going all around. And it was like, where are we? It was by this like weird swamp that had like all these giant frogs. Like in this part of Florida, I'm sorry for people that are from uh, Melbourne, Florida. Like, that's around where we were. It was not like Florida that you think. It's like the. I mean, I don't know where Melbourne is, but I'm imagining it's like it's like the swamp land area. Yeah, and very like inland weird. Yeah. If you're not on the if you're not on the coast, either on the Gulf Coast or on the ocean, it seems like the Florida has a lot of like kind of hick kind of weird people, mm-hmm. kind of like strange hardcore hick. Yeah, you wouldn't think so. You would think Florida, think Alabama, Mississippi, maybe Louisiana, but actually in in that area of Florida, in the central part of Florida, in the middle, there's a lot of really kind of crazy people. We, we hick hick people. I'm I can leave out so many weird things that we saw just to get to the, the, the whole point of the story. We, we get to the hotel, and there's a group of people there to meet us. And each person, each guy, there are five guys, said that they were the CEO of blah, 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 vitamin company. It was all the same vitamin company. Yeah. All, all different companies. All different companies. I'm like, every one of you guys is, is the CEO of a vitamin company. And Evan's like, a lot of CEOs down here. Evan was like, are you thinking something weird is going on? Yeah. And so this one guy was super, super, super nice. He was like, if there's anything you need all weekend, just let me know. Just let me know. I'll take care of you. So whatever. We go over. We get our rooms. Evan goes into his room. I go in mine. I got a bad headache. So I walk over to Evan's room. I go... Do you have any ibuprofen or anything? I have a headache. And he's like, no, I'm going to take a nap. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go find like a, a, a drugstore or something. Mm-hmm. So I walk downstairs. I go up to the guy at the desk and I ask him like where there's like a pharmacy. And he's like telling me the directions to it. So I start to walk and this guy's like, PJ, PJ, PJ. And he runs out and he's like, hi, I'm so-and-so. And the I, same guy. Uh, no, another guy. He's like, I'm so-and-so. And I, I heard you were going to be here and I'm here to help if you need any help. I'm like, everybody's so helpful here. I'm like, actually, I want to just go to like a Walgreens or something. Because come on, come on, I'll take you, I'll take you. I'm going to be here all weekend. I'm like, sure, why not? So I get in the car with the guy, and he's just like, I'm so excited to have you here. We've been really like planning this out for a while. It's going to be a great event. I'm like, cool. This guy seems super nice. So we get into the, the, um, the, the Walgreens or whatever it was, pharmacy, and I'm not making this up. There was like a 9 to, I would say, 11-year-old girl with a belly shirt on, smoking a cigarette, walking around inside the store. It, it blew my mind. I was like, what the hell? Like, this is how, like, hick of an area we're in. So I just wanted to get my ibuprofen and go back home. I go over to the thing and I'm like looking for it and all of a sudden the guy's like right behind me. He's like, he's like, he's like get a leave. It's the best. <laughs> and I look back at him I'm like, I know, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> so I was like, I, I grabbed the, uh, the ibuprofen and he's like, do you need anything else? Can I get you anything? I'm like, no, I'm good. Thank you for being so helpful. So the guy brings me back home and I, I go back to Evan's room. I'm like, man, I met this guy. He was so nice but it was kind of weird. Yeah. And I'm like, it sounds him to me like all the guys were kind of gay. They were all gay. Uh, it seemed so. It seemed so. So, um, we go to the uh, weigh-ins, right? We meet more weird people there. We met this guy. Um, 
that you know was supposedly a chemist and he's developing these products. But all these people in this little bootleg town are like running all these 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 these, these companies, right? So they're telling us they're going to bring us uh, to this uh, like fancy uh, place for dinner, right? So we go to the dinner and there's like seven dudes there, right? Two of them were like young kids. And uh, it's funny, one of the young kids was, I thought, was an asshole. Like, he was being a dick to the other guys. And I'm like, why is this kid being a dick to those guys? Like, these guys are so nice. I mean, this guy was even wanting to get me a leave. You know, <laughs> I'll get it for you, I'll get it for you. And um, I- I'm, like, texting Evan. I'm like, something's weird about this. And he's like, yeah. He's like, I don't like it. I'm like, do you think these guys are all gay? And he's like, I don't know. And I don't know, like, I just kept thinking, like, like it seemed like, you it know, seemed a little weird. Weird. Yeah. The place they took us to was hilarious, too. It was called, like, Squid Lips. Mm-hmm. And it was like Squid hilarious. Lips. There was like like uh, Neil Young cover band like playing when we walked in. So the guy Joe Lyons, out of nowhere at dinner, just starts hacking, coughing like crazy, but like weird. Like it was like a, a you know Oscar worthy performance. And he gets up and he just runs out. And we're like, we have no idea what's going on. Like, or why is he, we're like, is he okay? And uh, they're like, oh, he's allergic to uh, bread. And, and Evan's like, why the fuck is he eating the bread? Sorry, is he? And uh, if he knows he's allergic to it. Right. And they're like, oh, it, it only happens sometimes. And we're like, what the fuck? So at, at this point, Evan's like, he's like, you order everything on the menu. He's like, run this up. He's like, I don't, tr- I don't trust these guys. Order oysters, everything. Order oysters. So we started ordering all this <laughs> shit. And um, uh, we eat all this food. So <laughs> we go to leave. This other guy brings us home. And... We get to the elevator, and the kid, who I thought was an asshole, comes running over to us. And he's like, guys, 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 I need to talk to you. This is the guy that they said is an up-and-coming bodybuilder. Yeah, he was like 18, right? right? Uh, Roland, his name was a nice kid in the end, actually. So he runs over. I'm like, what does this little punk want? This was the kid that was being a dick earlier to the guys. And he's like, I need to talk to you. I don't know what to do. I've been freaking out for two days. And we're like, what? Tell us. What's wrong? He's like, all right, listen. He goes, these guys do not own supplement companies. And we're like, yeah, we kind of figured. He goes, there are members of this weird, like, gay, like, website. And it's a website where they, like, jerk off to bodybuilders and stuff. And they try to meet young guys. And they wanted to lure you guys here to have some crazy sex party. And they were talking about how they jerk off to you guys all the time. He goes, and that other young kid is being passed around to the other three guys. He was like, they were, they were having sex with him in the room while I was there. I, I just went into the other room and I was trying to hold my ears. And Evan's face is just like shocked. And I actually started hysterically laughing now. Because I didn't know what else to respond to it at this point. And Evan's like, whoa, 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 whoa. He's like, what? He's like, yeah, that young kid. And I'm like, they're fucking him. He's like, they're fucking him in the room. I heard it. He's like, it was horrible. And so now I'm like, wow. What did you get yourself into? I'm like, I cannot believe. I'm like, we're wondering, is there even a show? So the kid's like, what should I do? Can I stay with you guys? And and, and we're like, let's just go to bed, dude. You're going to be fine. He's like, what should I do? I go, just just lock your door. I go, sleep on your back and just, just clench your cheeks as hard as you can the whole entire night. And Evan starts laughing. So I go into Evan's room and... Um, He's sitting in the bed. He's like, I can't believe this shit. I bet you there's no show. He's like, this is all scam. He's like, I'm getting my money tomorrow. He's like, we came down here. We're getting our money. He goes, guarantee there's no show. And I'm like, I can't believe this, dude. I cannot believe this is my first guest pose. This is what's happening. So now I have some fun, right? Because Evan at this point is mad. And I'm just kind of like laughing and like freaked out. So the beds in our hotel, they have like canopies on them. Because Evan doesn't doesn't like to travel at all. So this is is a nightmare for him. You're like having a good time. Yeah. So, um, the beds were canopy beds, right? right? 
and I go like this. I go to. Well, they have the cover. They have a cover. Yes, there's it. bars that go up with the cover. And I was like, this bed's different than mine. When in reality, it was the same. Right. Uh, and he goes, what do you mean it's different? And I was like, I don't know. Mine doesn't have all these bars and stuff on it. And he's like, it doesn't. Sure, the rooms are all the same. And I'm like, no. I go. I'm looking around. I start like looking up in the ceilings and stuff. And he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know. I'm just wondering if there's like cameras or something in here. I'm like, I mean, it's kind of a coincidence. Like, we have these rooms. The kids' rooms in the middle. They're fucking them in the middle last night. I'm like, something weird's going on. So I start like poking around the ceiling tiles. He's like, dude, stop freaking me out. So I go over to his bed and I start like, I start checking the bars on his bed. He's like, what are you doing? And I go, honestly, man, I go, you should like unloosen all the screws on these before you go to bed. And he's like, fuck you, get out of here. He's like, stop fucking with me. I go, I'm just saying I don't have these on my bed. So I walk out of his room and I go back over to my room and he calls me. This is, this is awesome because this is when I knew I got him. He goes, dude, you really not have those bars on your bed? And I start laughing. I'm like, no, I have the same exact bed as you. He's like, you're an asshole. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. They may, you may wake, wake up handcuffed to it. You should be careful. So I hang up the phone and like five minutes goes by and he calls me back. He goes, dude, go check your door. I go, why? He goes, my door doesn't lock. He goes, you can open it from the outside. I go, shut up. He's like, I swear I got up and I, and I checked it. And I'm like, come on. He's like, no, I'm really not missing you. Go check your door. So I go check my, my door is fine. And he's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, dude, no one's going to mess with you. You're a giant monster. I'm like, all six of those guys wouldn't be able to stop you. Right. He's like, you don't know. They could drug me or something. I'm like, this is just crazy. So he's like, we're going to bed and we're getting our effing money in the morning. So we, uh, we go to bed and we get up in the morning. And Evan shows me this picture. It was hilarious of how he barricaded his door. And he set up like a booby trap. He's like, if they try to get in, this broom was going to hit the ironing board, which would smash this glass. And it would wake me up right away. I was like, it's pretty brilliant the way that you did that. Like he set it all up on his door. Like and the I, rat tra- like yeah. the trap of the game. Yes. The game yes. the, uh, the board game. So we go to meet this one dude that was kind of cool the whole time. And we're telling the story. And he's laughing. He's like, no way, no way. And we're like, yes. And um, so uh, we call the guy. And we're like, listen, we want our money now. We're not doing anything until we get our money. There's a shady operation going on. And the guy's like, oh, I, I PayPal'd it to you. And we're like, bullshit. So we, we go back to the computer in the lobby. No money. So I say, um, this guy is definitely not paying us at this point. Now I'm like sad, right? And Evan's like, calls the guy and he's being very stern with him. He's like, you need to come down here right now and pay us this money. And he's like, oh, I, I tried to do it with the PayPal. It doesn't work. And I'm like, he's lying, dude. He PayPal me. He knows how to do it. And there's nothing in my account. I use right. PayPal all the time. Right. So Evan's like, you're lying. You're going to come down here and pay us the money. So he gets off the phone with him. He calls Weinberger. And uh, Weinberger's like, look, if you don't get your money, just don't guest pose. We'll make sure the guy doesn't have a show ever again. And Evan's like, I just want to make sure I'm handling this the right way. You know, I don't want to upset anybody. And, and he's like, no, go to the show and tell the people why you're not disposing. So the guy shows up and he has no money, of course. And um, he's like, you have to get supposed. You have to go. He's like, I paid PJ. I paid PJ. And Evan goes, I took PJ's money. So you still owe him money and you owe me all the rest of my money, which wasn't true, but it was a smart, smart thing something. to say. Right, right. And because uh, he was getting like four times was that what I was getting. He had sure. gotten like really nothing at the time. So uh, Evan goes, you know what? He's like, we're going to the freaking show. So we go, we go to the show and it was crazy. There was hundreds and hundreds of people there. It was actually one of the biggest, I'm not exaggerating, like amateur shows I've ever been to. Uh, actually, uh, Marcy Porter was there. It was the first time I ever met her. Uh, and um, so we walk in and I'm like, wow, this is like a huge show. It's a nice place. They're and selling tickets. Yes, they're selling tickets. So, so Evan goes over, and who is selling the tickets? But the the brother, the thing. Right. So I turn around for five minutes. 
I come back and Evan's got this huge wad of cash that he's counting. He's like, we're posing together for two minutes and then we're out of here. I'm like, how'd you get that money? He's like, I took it from the ticket box. He goes, this guy in the ticket box is not his brother. He's like, it's his friend. He goes, this guy just got out of jail. He's a con artist. He's like, this poor guy, he's been taking all his money. The guy's invested $10,000 in the show. He wanted to have a bodybuilding wow. show. And the guy's just a total con artist. And I was like, wow. He goes, I told him, I go, you're giving me money out of the ticket sales. He's like, so the guy was like, take it. He's like, so I got our money. We wound up guest posing together. And Evan told the guy afterwards, he's like, I know what you're doing. He's like, you're never going to have another show ever again. And, and the guy tried to, like, scam his way out of it. Like, we didn't even, like, uh, you know, talk to the guy after the show. He disappeared. Did you make enough money to even out? I mean, did he take enough that you were, you were all good? Or did you get less than you were expecting? No, we got what we were supposed to get. And we went back to our, our hotel. Our rooms were not paid for. Thank God neither one of us put a credit card down for incidentals. And we immediately did early check-in on our flights because we were worried that we're not going to have flights home the next day. Sure, sure. And um, the kid, Roland, just didn't leave us the whole time. He said, like, please take me to the airport with you. Please take me. And we wound up, like, taking him to the airport with him. So it, it, it actually, when I told the story, all these these younger guys came out and started emailing me. That's Spencer Barrett was actually one of them who's a, a loyal listener. <laughs> that this guy was, like, soliciting them. Like, he was a weird, weird, strange guy who wanted pictures. Is he still doing it? From what I understand, he is still doing it, actually. But he's not in promote a show anymore. No, no, he'll never be allowed to promote a show ever again. You think because of that, that was the end of his uh, show? Oh, yeah, because Evan wrote a letter to Mannion and Weinberger, and they're like, this guy will never never have a show ever again. Wow. Wow, that's pretty crazy. Interesting story. Very interesting story. I'm going to stop the video recording, and we'll do our shout-outs, because I I don't want the video to be too long. Gotcha. All right, so... Time for the shout-outs. Let's see what we got for shout-outs, PJ. I'll let you do your shout-outs, and we will uh, then move on to to uh, commercial break, and we'll bring on uh, Timbo, Timbo Holmes. Um, the computer is uh, overloaded, PJ, with stuff here. So make sure it's still recording. Oh, we'll wait a second. It's taking a minute. Uh, there you go. So are we still going? I'm hoping. Hmm. Let's see. Let's see. No, it doesn't appear to be continuing recording. Huh? Oh, oh yeah, there you go. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what happened here. I think we had a, a little issue when I pressed that. But okay, let's do the shoutouts. Let's see where we're at here. Shout out time. The thing. You want to do the shouts as the thing? As the thing? No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Um, let's see what we got here. Um, Iron Empire Radio. Our fan page. By the way, if you haven't already signed up on our fan page. We would love for you to sign up on the fan page. Uh, just go press like and participate. Because um, people, as, you, as you've been listening to the show, you hear people's name be mentioned when they request a shout-out or if they want to suggest a topic, like we're going to do in a few minutes with Timbo Holmes. The reason you're hearing that is because they're going to the Facebook fan page, and that is where they're really interacting with us. PJ doesn't have as much time to go on to uh, some of the boards as much, or dieting and everything. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, um, we don't really have a, a... We have a home base at RX Muscle, but, you know... There's a lot of people listening from all over the place, and, and everybody has Facebook now. So go on our Facebook fan page, start posting, uh, tell us what you like about the show, and, and it's a good way to communicate with other people that are listening. So uh, with that in mind, PJ, let's start off with the shout-outs. Uh, special shout-out to uh, Max Cervantes. Yes. Uh, get well soon. He was having surgery. What is he having done? He's having, uh, did he say uh, hernia, hernia surgery? Hernia surgery, yes. Yeah. Um, shout-out to John Hansen, William Mazza, uh, Dylan Lindstadt, uh, Spencer Barrett, uh, Jerry Homestad, uh, Shane Royce, Rob Manns, uh, Muscle Mitch, um, Patrick Barnes, our, bu- our buddy, Cody Kidd, uh, uh, Stephanie Barnes, that's Muscle Mitch's wife. Mm-hmm. Um, she wants a shout out, but would also love 
for you to cover the topic of fun things to do with strippers that don't involve dances. We'll talk about that we'll later. We'll talk about that later. Uh, Mike the Gorilla Dunlap, uh, Richard Arrington, uh, Jessica Dunn, Mark Joseph Dome, Chris Schmidt, and Renee, even though she's not on there. We love Renee, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vince Bertolini, Taylor Boylan, uh, Omar Hurtado, Jody Boba, Deniao, uh, Jess McCutcheon, uh, Johan Otterstrom, uh, Jason Big Nut Anderson, Asad Malik, Adil Malik, and Ahmad Malik. All they did it again. again. I like it. They must. They must be uh, communicating with yes, each other. I like this. to get this Good right. Good job, Maliks. <laughs> uh, William Mazzarello, uh, Levi Fairbanks, and shout out <laughs> with my boys, the Malik brothers. That's funny. Lou Hudson, uh, Carson Lee, Bezenson, Michael Raimundo. He wants to shout. No shout out for Lee Priest. No shout outs to Lee Priest. Wise asses. Stacey Mitchell Gray, uh, Justin Davis, Alexander Duncan. Uh, shout out to Alexander Dun- Duncan's girlfriend, Sophie, and their two dogs, Lincoln and Marley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Jim Davis, Joe Cameron, Benjamin Herring, uh, Ben Grahada, Tyke Kimball, and Curtis Andrew Heidi. Yep, uh, that's it for this week, PJ, as far as our shout outs go. Uh, everybody get on the Facebook fan page. We've got a lot of good questions uh, to talk about, and it'll always be interesting to have uh, Timbo Holmes because he is uh, absolutely a character. So um, just want to put this out there. Uh, we did have, unfortunately, a drop on one of our sponsors. Ergo Pep- Peptides is no longer sponsoring, uh, at least for now, as far as right. we know, um, the show, Iron Empire Radio. That leaves an opening for peptide companies. we got a lot of interest from other peptide companies, and uh, we made a deal with Ergopep to be our exclusive peptide company. And uh, as a result of that, we lost out on a lot of other people that were interested in uh, sponsoring the show. So uh, we're going to have either a few uh, peptide companies and research chem companies involved in the show, which will give you guys some choices on who to deal with and uh, who to get your uh, do your research with, or possibly if somebody uh, hits us up and wants to be exclusive and wants to offer the required amount of money, uh, we could be doing that too. So we do have opening for sponsorships for the peptide companies. We also still want to get a clothing company, and uh, we need to get on it. You know, we've both been very busy, so we need to start soliciting some sponsors because obviously now mm-hmm. the amount of listeners we have and the numbers we're bringing in, um, there's no reason why we yeah, should we should be getting tons. If of If you're interested in, in sponsoring us, please just email me. PJ Braun Fitness at yahoo.com. It's very easy to get a hold of me. If you know somebody that may be interested in, in uh, being a part of the show, please have them contact me. Yeah. If you support the show, you like the show, help us out and uh, get us some sponsors because we are extremely reasonable as far as prices go for a show that's got this kind of reach. And obviously, as you guys know, listening, our fans are pretty passionate and they support the show. Everybody, like if you ask Muscle Mitch, who runs orbitnutrition.com, he'll tell you, you know, he's been very, very happy with. Uh, the amount of people that we're sending over. Robert DiMaggio and Gina DiMaggio will be at the wedding, incidentally, mm-hmm. or Iron Mag Labs, extremely happy, and uh, they're amazed at how popular the radio show is. So, you know, everybody's been very happy with it, and we thought our GoPep, they said they were happy with it. Yeah. So, uh, for whatever reason, I don't know, I don't know how they're doing as far as a company. Maybe you know, there's a reason for this. I hope they're doing well. They've been, uh, they were good sponsors of the show, and you never know, maybe we'll get them back. So, PJ, um, let's go to commercial break, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Iron Mag Labs is the leading supplement company offering the most hardcore pro-anabolic supplements on the market. Visit IronMagLabs.com and check out our top-selling pro-anabolics. Methadrol Extreme, Slipper DMZ RX, Cytostain RX, and E-Control RX with 6OXO. Iron Mag Labs makes supplements that actually work. No hype, no BS, just real results. There's a reason you keep hearing about Iron Mag Labs. 
Come see what you're missing. Visit IronMagLabs.com for the most hardcore bodybuilding supplements. Orbit Nutrition carries over 1,000 of the hottest nutritional supplements, performance enhancers, and nutraceuticals on the planet. And now, Iron Empire Radio listeners get an additional 5% off their everyday low prices by using the coupon code IER5. That's IER and the number 5. Choose products like Quest Protein Bars, iForce, Iron Mag Labs, and more. Check out Orbit's daily deals for special insane blowout prices. Log on to Orbit's Nutrition Forum and get feedback on the products you're interested in. Check out OrbitsNutrition.com and use the discount code IER5.
Welcome back to Iron Empire Radio, and it is time for PJ's favorite part of the show, and that is the listener questions. And we have on the air with us here uh, my friend, PJ's friend, Timbo Holmes. Timbo, welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Come closer, Timbo. Welcome. He's, okay. He's welcoming us to the show. Thank you. Thank, thank, you. You. thank you for thank welcoming you. us, Tim. <laughs> Appreciate that. Um, so we're going to start out with first uh, John Hansen. And uh, John, this, I guess this question is really for PJ, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Natural. Actually, well, well, he's been to, he's been there before, California. Yeah, yeah PJ, yeah. ever all three of us. John wants to know the difference in uh, humidity between uh, California and Florida, and uh, we'll start with uh, uh, Timbo Holmes because um, Timbo is our guest for this week. Tim, uh, first of all, tell everybody why you were in California. I know you you went. For- well, I've been to California several times for a vacation. And for business. So um, I've experienced several parts of California. You worked there, right? Yes. I worked there for a couple months installing signs. Yeah. So uh, what do you think? The humidity. Compare. You've only been in Florida for a few days now. Yeah, but the thing about Florida since I've been here is it's been raining the whole time. Yeah. So that what I can say about Florida since I've been here is that the humidity is maybe a little bit more than California. Okay. You know, California was uh, like dry humidity. It was real dry air. Right. What do you think, PJ? Um, it's. I think Florida is probably the most humid place in the, in the country. I don't. I actually don't agree with that at all. New Orleans is way. Well, I've never been to New Orleans. New Orleans is unbelievable. When you go to New yeah, Orleans, it's very humid there. Yeah, New Orleans is like it's like uh, when it's hot outside, you walk outside, and I was just there. You know, mm-hmm. you're sweating. It's it's like sweating. You know, you're disgusting immediately. And Florida, although it is humid here, um, especially in South Florida, uh, which we're not in yet, but we'll be soon this weekend. There's a breeze off of the water, and it's uh, you don't get that really bad humidity. Like the more inland you are, well, when I when I was uh, up in uh, Melbourne for that, yeah, that's day, horrible because it's it was brutal. Like swamp. as soon as you went outside, it hit you like thick. Yeah, it's swamp land. I actually don't think the humidity in Tampa is as bad as um, is Houston or New Orleans. I feel like Houston in the summer is very sticky. I would agree. Yeah. He, Tim is from uh, Houston, and, and that's where he lives now, so he can he can uh, speak to you that. You can walk outside at 75-degree weather and start sweating. I don't know if we need to spend that much time on this. Okay, question. okay, you're right. You're right. Uh, uh, we already answered uh, William uh, Mazza's question about how you forgot your suit to the wedding, so mm-hmm. we'll move on from that one. Um, let's see. Uh, Spencer Barrett got his, his story told, uh, Joe Lyon's story. Uh, John Hanson wants to hear about uh, our, our, th- our thoughts on the zombie eating incident in Miami. You, you're aware of this? PJ, you know what this is about? Mm, I don't think so. So in Miami, I really don't know the whole story. I, I, I'm, I'm so like disconnected with the news. But oh, I think I saw something about this in the yeah. news the other night. Yeah. Some I guy had know. had done some some drugs. They, he did something on uh, uh, some salts, some bath salts, which is interesting. Apparently, kids these days are like, are like smoking or, or like snorting bath salts. So weird. And these bath salts get them like make them hallucinate. So this kid, Timbo, have you ever done that? You ever did any bath salts? No, sir. No bath salts? No bath salts. <laughs> he draws the line of bath salts. <laughs> no. yeah. So uh, the bath salts, this kid, this guy, he's not really a kid. I think he's a, like a, a, a 20-something or something guy. He actually did some of these bath salts. And for whatever reason, he started, uh, he, he attacked this, his friend and started eating his face. Oh. And, um, and basically, the uh, the police, there's like a video of it. The police stopped oh, Someone who was videotaping it? Yeah, let me see. Let me yeah, see. Like, there's it's eating my face. There's cameras set up on all the buildings yeah, it's like, around there. So. Ah, he's eating my face. <laughs> Somebody's video. Somebody's like, I better get my, better my, get my iPhone, iPhone out. Yeah. This guy's eating this dude's face. Yeah, but the weirdest thing is that the guy's face that he ate was a homeless guy and he was asleep. By the time he woke up, he was in shock because the guy already ate both of his eyes, his nose, and Oh, my mouth. God. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
That's so crazy. he was never awake for the whole thing. He's still in the hospital for critical condition. Wow, that's pretty crazy. Okay, so here's the... Cause it's so, it just shows you how little we stay in touch with the... But Tim knows the news better than us. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, let's see. I'm reading. Oh, here. yeah, I had, to ch- I had to check it out. I'm coming to Florida. I want to know you what I'm know. <laughs> What's gonna, Who's going to eat your face? <laughs> so, uh, uh, this guy chewed, yeah, chewed the flesh off of a homeless man's face Memorial Day weekend. Uh, he first removed his own clothes and then tore off the trousers of his victim, 65 year old Ronald Popo. Popo, yeah. The gruesome biting attack reportedly passersby took about 18 minutes. It didn't end until Eugene was shot to death by police officers and physically separated from the gravely injured Popo. Um, this occurred Saturday morning, so it's pretty crazy. The guy, the guy actually had to be killed to get them to stop eating the guy. But 18 do, minutes. do we know the reason why he actually did that? Oh, I, like I said, I think he was, he was okay, the guy was 30, 31 years old. Uh, from what I understand, it's from smoking the, uh, the, the the bath salts made him crazy. Here you go. Most likely explanation for Eugene's vicious behavior was a dose of bad drugs. Police officers sort of speculated that it was LSD, in which in the old days was famous for causing spontaneous cannibalism. Maybe there's a new vision, version on the here, look. Maybe there's a new version on the street. Somebody said another widely suggested culprit is bath salts, which is synthetic crystals sold in some convenience stores that can cause hallucinations and other violent outbursts. Pretty fucking crazy, huh? That is yeah. insane. Uh, you have any thoughts on this, uh, PJ? Is the video out? Uh, there is a video, I believe. I don't, you want to see? If we got I, I do want to add that that's video. not the first assault. Huh, no, no. Apparently, this, this is, is actually the third one. This is happening from before. the same guy. No, no, from, oh, no, 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 no. Some uh, guys running around. Another guy. Eating people's no, faces. another guy actually ran into um, some traffic lanes and stopped some cars and everything. And was growling and everything. And the cops approached him and he was growling and everything. Yeah, and, I heard about that. And they, they shot him and apprehended him and actually <laughs> took him in. And what, he, he was, was on salt? Too. He was on LSD. I was on LSD. So I, I got to say that, that that shit's crazy. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Um, stuff like that, like they said, it, I've heard of stuff like that happening before with LSD where people have a bad trip and they do some crazy shit. I've done LSD before and I've never had anything remotely similar to anything like that ever happen. I don't even know how you can have a bad trip off LSD. The stuff I always did just made me laugh. I mean, I've seen people have bad trips. I've had some uh, interesting experiences when I was younger. Weird things happen. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about that story when the girl showed up uh, at my my friend's house? All right, so um, it was, uh, you know, I was like 17 years old and there was like a bunch of guys were were, were doing acid. You did a lot of acid when you were a kid. Yeah, I tried everything when I was young, but I, my, my, what I really enjoyed was, was uh, acid because I was kind of like, um, uh, really into Timothy Leary at the time and, and like expanding like the thoughts of your mind. And I, I found that Dave Plumbo's uh, into that now. Yeah. Now he, now he is. Yeah. Yes. I just found that I, I would come up with really like a uh, interesting and, and crazy ideas that were not uh, negative ideas or actually positive ideas uh, when I would do LSD when I was young. But anyway, um, now that I've glorified it, <laughs> um, uh, I have not done it since I was uh, 18, by the way. So um, we're at a party and a bunch of us were just doing acid. And, you know, it was a great night. The night was almost done. They were kind of winding down. Some people were drinking. Some people were doing whatever. And there was a girl uh, that we used to call Veebs in high school. Veebs? Veebs. Uh, I don't want to say her name, but, okay, her, but gotcha, we gotcha. called her Veebs. Yeah. And so at like 1 o'clock in the morning, there's like five of us left. We're all like, you know, vegetables on the couches. She just busts into the living room of this guy's house. And like out of nowhere. It was really weird. She wasn't already at the party? No. And she's like, hey, what's going on? And we're like, hey, what's up, Veebs? And um, she goes, do you guys like my outfit? And we kind of like look at her real quick. We're like, yeah, Veebs, look good. And she's like, it doesn't even fucking match. 
I look like shit. I'm ugly. I'm the ugliest girl in school. I'll never have a boyfriend ever. Nobody ever wants to talk to me because I'm ugly. And she starts hysterically crying and just runs out of the house. Right. And it's like dead silence for like 30 seconds. And I stand up and I was like, was that real? And everybody's like, I don't know. People are like freaking out. And they're like, why was she crying? And I'm like, I don't know. I got to go home. That just freaked me out. I was like, that was so weird. Random. And uh, it was kind of funny. My buddy that was with me was really like, like it, it disturbed him. And he was like, dude, she thinks so awful of herself. She thinks so awful. And he, she think, he thinks that we think awful of her too. And I'm like, I don't know, man. That was really weird. And he was like, I'm never doing acid ever again. And I was like, oh. me neither. And that actually was the last time that we ever did it. Yeah, let's get it. All right. Uh, next question. Let's see what we got. Uh, um, let's see. What are the parties like at the Arnold and the Olympia? Um, the Arnold uh, parties. Let's see. I guess I'll start with that one. Huh? Okay. The Arnold uh, is great um, because it's Columbus, Ohio, and there's not a lot of uh, stuff going on mm-hmm. after the show. So when uh, usually there's a party at Boma, uh, they just changed the name of it. It's 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 the uh, party every year. Jason Deer to here they call him. It's Jason Deer. He's uh, he throws these great after parties, and it's always at this place Boma, which is like a church that uh, got redesigned into a nightclub. And the place is just awesome. The parties are great, and everybody's there. And that's what makes really honestly what makes a good party is who you know yeah. and, and who's there. And so the second floor of the party is like a VIP area. And the only people that are allowed in really are industry people and athletes and stuff like that. So you don't have a lot of the, like, just random people you don't know there. So it's all people we know. And those events are, like, awesome. So I love going. I mean, you agree with that, right, PJ? Oh, yeah. This year's was a little weak, I thought. It was okay. Um, okay. This year wasn't one of the more fun years, but um, usually they're really, really fun. Yeah. And the the thing about it is that uh, the bad thing about the party is that it ends at 2. Yes. Because everything closes in Columbus at 2, which that's the shitty thing. Um, so usually people are looking for something else to do after. But uh, those parties are really good. The Vegas parties, the bad thing, you'd think it would be great because it's Vegas. But the bad thing is that people are so splintered because there's like five, six mm-hmm. parties. you got Jay Cutler's party. you got Phil Heath's party. you got this guy's party, that guy's party. Jason Deere does a party. So before you know it, you got five different places, and there's just not that many people to spread around. So if you splinter off all the people into all these different parties... You end up on not usually not having the group of people, so it's almost better to just go wherever you want to go yeah. and make your own party in Vegas. So, yeah. I'm actually um, the the Vegas after Olympia parties usually aren't that great. The cool thing though is if you go out late enough and you go to Dre's after party, the Dre's after after hours club around five in the morning. Usually everybody kind of really meets back up there, and usually people are in a pretty pretty uh, solid state of inebriation <laughs> by five in the morning, and, and you can see some very interesting. Stuff. Uh, if you go to Dre's around five in the morning on uh, Saturday, or I guess it's really Sunday morning uh, after the Olympia, because you'll see a lot of the athletes and, and industry people and stuff very, very intoxicated in a, in a state of where they would not want to be recognized by most people. So I guess that's a tip for people out there. If you want to go to the after party after the Olympia, make sure you go to Dre's around mm-hmm. five or six in the morning. And uh, that's one of the most depressing things is to go to Dre's and come out of the party after the out of Dre's out of a casino mm-hmm. into the light into like yeah. the, the 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 September uh, day basically or early morning or afternoon in Vegas in your night clothes even sweating in and Ooh. it's disgusting and that's like I remember one of the most depressing times in uh, my uh, life in the industry is walking out around noon <laughs> from Dre's after having a crazy night and being covered basically drenched in sweat in like a dress shirt and dress pants Coming out of Dre is just being disgusted with myself. Yeah, my days of enjoying stuff like that are long gone. I I, uh, I wouldn't even go to that. I like the Arnold a lot more. And it, because it closes at 
2 and last call is like 1.30, people go pretty aggressive when they get there. It's an aggressive like 90 minutes. Uh, and then, you know, it's not too yeah. late. You go get some food or whatever, yeah. and then that's it. Um, Tim's never been to any of these yet, right? Not yet. Um, looking for it. Will, will we see Timbo Holmes at the Arnold or the Olympia next year? Or this year, the Arnold? I mean, the, uh, the Olympia. Yes. Yes, at the Olympia for sure. This year? Mm-hmm. All right. Wow. Okay. All right. You can see uh, Meet Timbo for the very first time mm-hmm. if you go to the Olympia this year. Um, next question for Patrick Barnes. Minimal. I think I say his name wrong. It's Minanimal, huh? Minanimal. It's uh, Patrick Barnes. It's Manimal. Yeah, Manimal. Okay. He wants to know how to ask for a little backdoor action. Like, how do you... He says, should you just shove it in the chick's ass? Or do you ask politely? PJ is the expert uh, on this type of stuff. So, PJ... If you have a girlfriend, or let's just let's say it's let's, let's say two ways, okay? We'll make this a two-part mm-hmm. question. One, how do you how do you bring up or make anal sex happen with a girlfriend, and how do you do it with a, a girl that you just meet or that you're just kind of like trying to bang? Um, well, if it's your girlfriend, you should already know. Uh, you know, depending on how long you've been with her, if it's something that's going to be an easy task or an impossible task, and um, you can, you know, you should know her. So you should actually know the approach with her better than I can actually tell you. But you certainly cannot. Just shove it in, and it, it's actually impossible to do that anyway. Um, I mean, if the girl is not willing to do it, it, you would need so much lube, and it's just it's it's a long process that takes like coaching, and it's it's really if the girl's not into it, it's not fun for her. If she's willing to do it for you, you know, you have to make it a, as gentle and easy for her as possible. Because if a girl's uptight about it and she's clenched up, it's going to hurt her that much worse. Now, I have been with girls. That have, you know, perhaps had experience with anal sex with other guys before me and, and liked it. So if they like it, that's a, that's a totally different thing. And I've, I've actually had uh, only once, but I've had a girl on a, on a first time hanging out with her being like, do you want to put it in my ass? And I was just actually didn't do it because I was so taken back by the fact that she did that the first time with me that I, I couldn't imagine what other things that she's done if this is what we're doing on the first date. Now, I've had girls that like mildly enjoyed it. Um, but typically it's not something that you're going to, you know, it's not like porn where they just jam it in there and they start doing it. it it's not going to be like that. It's, it's gotta be like something that's agreed upon. A lot of alcohol is going to have to be present, possibly like a Xanax or muscle relaxer or something like that. Um, and, and to be honest with you, if, if the girl's not into it, it's not fun anyway. It's a, it's a shitty time. It's, there's crying and <laughs> it's just not a good time. So um, it's something that should be discussed beforehand. It's not like you can just in the middle of it be like, hey, so I'm going to put it in your butt now, okay? It's, it doesn't work like that. Maybe one night when you're having drinks or something, but, you know, it's something I'd like to try, whatever, and I want to know what your feelings are on it. And a lot of girls will do things to keep their men happy. So if you have that kind of girl, you, you, you need to approach it like that. Certain girls just don't want anything to do with it. PJ Braun is known for being a little judgmental with women. So the question, my question is, if a girl, you're going out with a girl and you've been dating her, not maybe not the first date, mm-hmm. but she actually brings up and wants anal sex, do you think less of her? Yes. Yeah, I knew you would yeah. say yes to that. Uh, I've only seriously dated like three girls in my whole life, maybe four. Um, and uh, let's see, two of them let me do anal sex with them a couple times. And it was not fun with them anytime. It was a lot of lube and preparation and this position hurts too much and ow, 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 and crying and then try again, try again. They have to be really, really drunk. And it's just not really fun. Now, I've also been with some girls that were not what I would like to call high quality girls that uh, I have done it with and they liked it. Um, and it was, you know, if they've already been experienced with it, they know how to take it a certain way. And, and it's a completely different experience. But typically in my head, 
psychologically, I wouldn't be like, okay, this is a good girl for me to bring home and meet my parents now. Timbo Holmes. Yes, sir. Come closer. Tell us. Give us your advice for people. How do you how do you get a girl to how do you get a girlfriend to do anal sex? How do you get a uh, a uh, a strain a girl that you're just kind of like dating or trying to fuck? Well, honestly, I'm gonna have to agree with uh, PJ on everything. I think everything he said pretty much summed it up. No input whatsoever, Tim. Not really. I mean, that was pretty good. Pretty good answer. <laughs> when it comes to <laughs> weird, when it comes him. when it comes to weird sex stuff or just even sex stuff in general, PJ usually has the uh, has the answers. Yeah. Um, I'm going to agree with PJ. I have to say, though, that um, I have definitely met some girls that were uh, into anal sex. Mm-hmm. I remember one girl um, that I dated when I, was much, when I was much younger. She was older than me. And, uh, and she, like, specifically wanted it. You know, she was, like, into it. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, being, like, shocked that this is something that she wanted. And she actually said, and, and this is the case, that she actually came more and yeah. harder from anal oh, sex. Oh, I, I mean, you know, the, you can certainly come like that. I mean, but... Um, it's just that the, the percentages of girls are, are far fewer. Yeah. Um, so I guess my advice uh, would be if it's a girlfriend, like PJ said, you want to um, make it like a nice experience. Yeah. Right? And I don't think that if they don't want it, want it it's not something you yeah. should pressure. If you yeah. love them, it's right. kind of like, it's not really that big of a deal. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, the vagina feels a lot better than a butthole. I'm sorry. It's just <laughs> the way it is. Always. Right. Uh, all right. Uh, next question. Let's see. Going on. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, Mike, the gorilla Dunlap wants to hear our opinions on the new bodybuilding movie starring the rock and Marky Mark. It's being shot in Miami. You heard about this? No, no, nothing. No. Yeah. I've actually, uh, I actually read the story. I heard about it and, uh, and I read the story on the internet. Let me see if I can find it. I like the rock and Marky Mark. So this is, this is, uh, sounds good to me so far. Um, yeah, it's, it's actually a real, uh, bodybuilding movie. It's not like a, um, it's not a, um, it's not a. Like uh, uh, it's a it's a story. Yeah, it's a, it's a story, and you can see some of the pictures we're pulling up on the internet of the. Uh, it's called. Let's see. Um, looking for the name of the damn movie, and I uh, I actually read the story. The it's based on a true uh, story of true events oh, that transpired. Good. Yeah, here's a picture of the Rock. I'm trying to find the name of the damn movie. Rock looks good. Arnold the Rock's, looks He looks definitely good. Uh, I actually know. I, I don't think it's my place to tell uh, anybody <laughs> to make inside information about the Rock, but he is a. Uh, He's working with a very well-known guru, uh, contest prep guru, and uh, he's definitely upped his game as far as what he's doing to get in shape, and you can tell by looking at his pictures. Um, let's see. It's called Pain and Gain, and it's a, a couple of steroid-abusing knucklehead bodybuilders who bo- become criminals involved in an extortion ring. Oh, fantastic. And a kidnapping plot <laughs> that goes horribly yeah. wrong. Fantastic. Um, it's the movie I want to see. Yeah, it's actually, the story is interesting. They bu- they basically play some moron bodybuilders, mm-hmm. like idiots, Great. and they uh, they kidnap they kidnap somebody and try to get money from them, and uh, basically they torture a guy to get him to give money. Is it a comedy? I mean, no, no, no. It's oh, a drama. Okay. It's definitely a drama. It's not awesome. a comedy at all. That's great. It's, uh, <laughs> and, uh, glorifying us as always. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna make bodybuilding look bad because they mm-hmm. talk a lot about juice and these guys. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna make bodybuilding look bad, but also it's gonna make both these guys they, they play morons that mm-hmm. like that end up getting in some trouble with this, getting caught. And they do some very regrettable things to extort money from people. And it ends up going really bad because they're idiots. Mm-hmm. Anytime you're a moron, uh, even doing crime, it doesn't, it doesn't end up good. And so it's not uh, – what do I think of the movie? I think it's, it's probably going to be a pretty decent movie. I like the, the story, but as far as like what it's going to make us, yeah, bodybuilders look, it's not going to be It's not going to be a positive. I was like, wow, they're going to actually do something good with us? No. 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 Now, Marky Mark I think is interesting because he plays – I believe he plays the main character – 
uh, in the uh, in the storyline, and um, he does not look like a bodybuilder, no. not at all. And if you look at the the uh, pictures of him, he is uh, bigger, but he looks uh, fatter than normal. Well, he's saying. got the old school pants on, though. Was, it's like, a '90s hot skins. Yeah, it's a '90s story. It happened in the '90s, so. Uh, if you look at the pictures of Marky Mark, if you Google Marky Mark bodybuilding movie, you'll see he basically looks like a fatter version of Marky yeah, Mark. Yeah. The Rock not a good look. Like a bodybuilder. The Rock looks good, yeah. Um, so, uh, what do I think of it? I think I'll go see it probably, but I, I'm, uh, I'm concerned that it won't end up making us look good. Mm-hmm. Would you see the movie, Tim? I would have to go see the movie just to check it out and just to see, you know, the storyline and everything, but... I agree with you. It's not going to make us look good at all. Nah, it's not going to make us look good. Um, let's go on to the next question. Uh, Jessica Dunn. I usually only answer bodybuilding-related questions or yeah. diet-related questions, but since it's from Jessica Dunn, one of our uh, better-looking female listeners, um, we will answer this one for her. She wants to know, what do you do when you have sugar or nut cravings when dieting? I have a, I have my my suggestion, and Timbo used this one when I when I helped him diet for his first bodybuilding show. Um, and you tell me if this is even okay. Okay. I do the, the sugar-free popsicles. There's five calories, and that'll be like a dessert. After some of your meals, like a nighttime meal when you would normally do a dessert, I'll do uh, two of these popsicles, which ends up being 10 calories. Mm-hmm. It's just, I think it's like four grams of sugar alcohol in two of them. And um, that is what we will, I will do. If it's something like a salt thing, like you're really uh, uh, wanting some kind of salty thing, I'll do, when I do my grits, I make them really salty. Um, and that's when you're having carbs with a meal. Um, or I'll salt the hell out of vegetables. I'll put a lot of salt on uh, on vegetables. And me and Tim, yeah. when we were dieting before, when he, him and I were dieting together, when I lived with him in Houston, uh, we ate a lot of vegetables. Oh, very, vegetables. Very, <laughs> very salty. Very salty vegetables. Yeah, very salty vegetables. Is that is that okay, PJ, when you're dieting? When you're dieting yeah, too? for the most part. I mean, I think if you're an, uh, an actual like bodybuilder, uh, that specific division... Um, and you're getting close to a show a couple weeks out, you should probably eliminate stuff like that because those things can make you the sugar alcohol. It's going to make you retain a little bit of water. Um, but I do allow my figure and bikini and, and men's physique people to have uh, like a jello, sugar-free jello, sugar-free yeah. popsicles. I actually let my girls have uh, pickles here and there. Um, as far as the, uh, the nut cravings, I mean, I, I actually try to incorporate some kind of nuts or peanut butter in, in a lot of my girls' diets unless I know that they're going to go too crazy with the peanut butter. Although uh, it is not our sponsor, it is our good friend, uh, Dave Palumbo, uh, his company Species, makes a whey that has no carbs in it, that is actually sprayed with like peanut butter flavoring, mm-hmm. and they have a vanilla peanut butter and a chocolate peanut butter, and it's actually very good. Um, so that could be something to get you over that craving for nuts. Any suggestions other than what I said, Tim? Um, what do you do? Well, I actually got hooked on coffee and Splenda mm-hmm. and cinnamon. So I would actually drink a cup of coffee and and, and add some Splenda. A lot of bodybuilders do do that. And, Coffee's uh, popular. And uh, I, I kind of liked it. Yeah, that'll work. Um, let's see. Next question is uh, Mark Joseph Dome wants to know the best visual effects movie to show off the performance of an HD television. Man, I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I'm not an expert. Avatar, Avatar would be pretty freaking good. Avatar is awesome. Yeah, Avatar would be great. Especially if you got like a Blu-ray player. Mm-hmm. Avatar yeah. would be really cool to watch on uh, on Blu-ray, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I know, I know my HG television, my big one that I got, obviously I've been enjoying the hell out of you guys both got to see it mm-hmm. pretty nice, right? Yeah. Yeah. I like nice. it. Now, can you imagine I wanted the 82 inch? You can see from yeah. my living room, 82 would have been too big. I right? think Amber's parents have, have, uh, this monstrous TV. It's gotta be like 70, 80 inches and it's so big. It's like what you were saying. You gotta sit You have to far. sit really far back to, yeah. to appreciate the quality of it. Right. Yeah. Which is, I, I wouldn't want that. You know what I mean? Like. I, I wouldn't. I, our you saw the living room here yeah. is just not 
um, deep enough to, mm-hmm. to sit that far back. Uh, anything over 50 inches is huge. So if you have a 50 or 55 60, inch TV, that's a very, very big TV. And I got a 60 inch. Yeah. So. Um, all right, uh, next question. The weirdest thing, Vince uh, Bertoloni. Bert, is that saying that right? Bertoloni. Bertolini. Bertolini. Yeah. Bertolini. Um, he wanted to uh, hear the weirdest thing we have seen backstage. We've actually been asked this question a bunch of times now. Mm-hmm. And we've answered it a bunch of times, haven't we? I believe we, we have. We Good. said about the... I, I think my thing was seeing the competitor who was like, shitting, who was making all the... I was hearing all the pooping uh, in, the, in the bathroom, and then it was a girl. I think I told that story. Um, yes, yeah, so we did answer this. I've seen somebody pass out. Yeah, you've seen some no bodybuilding questions. questions. No body. Okay. Um, craziest thing you've heard a bodybuilder carve up with? Very oh, popular. More, more bodybuilding questions. Yeah. We're going to answer this super quick. Taylor Bolin. Uh, pie filling is very popular in the 90s, early 2000s. Chad Nichols would have a lot of his guys use pie filling. I think that's yes. very strange. Uh, Factory yeah. Mubarak has a lot of people use pie filling still. Uh. I saw somebody doing cotton candy at a show. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. I don't I don't think that it's a good idea to carve up with anything that you don't normally eat. I agree. Um, all right. Uh, Omar Hurtado, another anal sex question. We got a lot of anal sex. He wants to know, what were our thoughts the first time we saw anal sex in a porn? When we, I guess when we were a kid. Male on female, not, not homo. Um, Tim, what was your first thoughts when you saw anal sex when you were a kid? I was pretty intrigued. I kind of wanted to try it. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. Makes sense. Looked like something I wanted to try sometime. I liked it. I'm going to write that down on my bucket list. (laughs) So, uh, what do you think? I uh, I think I would probably I don't remember I, I was watching porn in like fifth grade so it didn't it didn't, uh, yeah. it didn't make an impact on me enough to remember no what it certainly didn't impact me as much as like when I saw this Brazilian girl doing something with a horse that that left a, a lasting yeah. impression on me that that actually ruined uh, my horses whole, whole ruined horses day. for you <laughs> ruined horses uh, and, and uh, it was it was very made me very very upset I can't even remember uh, basic stuff what, it, what it, how I felt from that kind of stuff anymore yeah. you know I always find it interesting because I used to go to Mexico all the time for steroids back in the day Tijuana. And um, when I was a kid, people used to always ask me, did you go to the donkey show? Did you go to the donkey show to yeah. watch the donkey Ugh. fuck a woman? Ugh. And, like, a woman would suck the donkey off and fuck the woman. And I was just like, why would I want to go to that? You know, like, a lot of people would yeah, always that's ask that. horrible. Like, I did not want to see that. Like, horrible. People would always say that. And you still hear when people it's talk like, about like, uh, why do you want to go to that? psychologically traumatizing. Why would you want to yeah. see that? I don't know. When I was young, I always was into, like, even when I was, like, like a freshman, sophomore in high school, like, trying to get, like, girls to make out and shit. Like, seeing that yeah. in real life was awesome. Yeah. You know? Like, that. Yeah. I don't even know if I, if I would necessarily be all that into watching a guy and a girl have sex in real life. Um, unless it was somebody that I knew and it was funny. You'd want to watch me. I know. You'd yes. Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> um, but, um... Uh, seeing two girls together it has always been something that, that I enjoy. Uh, next question. Jody Boba Daniel wants to know the differences. Um, what, me and Sean Ray, what are our problems? I don't know. Did I, have I told that before? Yes. I think so, man. Come on. Listen to, listen to the show. Yeah, listen to the show, Jody. I mean, the, I'll, I'll do give you like the 30-second version. Sean gave me some uh, some information that I wrote a gossip column about mm-hmm. when, uh, when it turned out to be wrong because Dennis Wolf decided to actually do the show. He came out on the MD boards and was saying that I was a bad journalist, et cetera, et cetera. When he's the motherfucker who gave, sorry, Isaac, he's the motherfucker who gave me the information in the first place. So he was like throwing me under the bus and he called me up and he said, hey, don't, you know, just so you know, we're friends and stuff. I just have to do this for work. Make you look like a cocksucker. Uh, and so I was like, you know, you know, basically that was the end of our, our friendship because I thought we were cool. I was wrong. Obviously, he, he probably never liked me at all. And uh, and so that, that just kind of let me know what kind of person. Now, we've had problems since then, but. That's that's the gist of it, basically. Um, Jess McCutcheon wants to know: Suppose Oscar Arden and Honey Rambod got into a fight. What do you think would happen? Who would win? <laughs> this is very easy for me. What do you What do you think? Honey Rambod versus uh, Oscar Arden. Oscar. Oscar. 
Yeah. Do you know do you know Oscar? No, Tim doesn't know Oscar and Honey around, bud. Um, Oscar's a great guy. Uh, Honey is a tiny, tiny guy. I mean, I can't. Uh, what do you think? Honey is like five four. Yeah, he's not. He's he doesn't not. really work out or anything like that. Oscar Arden still trains. He's not in like the best shape himself at this moment. Although he was a great, a very good bodybuilder. A he has a very man. powerful mind, and I think yeah. that Oscar would believe that he was going to win. Oscar before, grew up on the streets before, before it even started. So yeah. I think the whole intimidation factor. Absolutely. I think Oscar would destroy him. I don't think he would even be close. Uh, next, I wanted to know um, on a more serious note. Uh, do you think Chris Aceto could take Chad Nichols? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that Chris Aceto, as much as I like Chris, I think Chad Nichols would take Chris Aceto. I think Chris Aceto wouldn't know what to do. I think uh, Chad Nichols would definitely take Chris Aceto. What do you think? I would agree with that. And I love... I love. Uh, yeah, we both love Chris love Aceto, but I, I don't think Chris would stand a chance. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, you know what would be funny? If, if Chris Aceto beat one of us up for saying that about him. That would be <laughs> awesome. Like, yeah, if he came up to you at the show and slapped you. Yeah, I heard what you said about me on the radio and just slapped you in the face. <laughs> um, that would be interesting. We didn't know, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know I'm a bad motherfucker? <laughs> um, Johan Otterstrom uh, wants to know some good movie tips. You want to give up a few tips, movies you've seen that you maybe people haven't? Recently? Haven't. I don't know. Anything you want. Uh, well, new movies. Uh, Avengers was awesome. I'm sure everybody saw that. I thought Snow White was very good. People should probably ask me because Aaron doesn't like anything. I've been, I've been tough. <laughs> I, I've been tough on movies lately. Uh, the uh, Contraband was awesome. If you want to go to Redbox, something that's, that's new. It, yeah. um, the, the newest Underworld was very, very good. Why don't you pick an old movie that people might not have seen that you liked? An old movie that people was very good. have seen. Like a uh, Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. That oh, was a very, very, very good movie. Great. That's Ask to Ask reference we made earlier yes. from Requiem for a Dream. Um, Tim, you want to give a movie that you that you've seen recently that you liked, and then an old one, like an old old one. It doesn't have to be old old, but something that people may not have seen that was really good. Oh, I'm so horrible with remembering movies, but uh, yeah, you're not I, good with names. No, not at all. But uh, I recently saw um, the Avengers, and that was my favorite <laughs> one. So everybody liked yeah. the Avengers. Yeah. Um, it started, you know what's the Hulk? Hulk? <laughs> uh, an older movie that that. I think people like us have seen that probably a lot of people haven't seen is A Clockwork Orange yeah, is, is a very good older movie. It's, it's a, like a mind trip, that movie. I got a, I got a, I got a one that's similar. I mean, it's not similar, but it's a mind trip kind of movie that I, I watched recently. I tried to show Darielle and she didn't watch it, but Memento. Memento is awesome. Very good movie. Love Memento. Guy Pierce is in that before Love he got Memento. famous. And there's what a bunch about of the Yellow things. School Bus? What's that? It's kind of like a trippy movie. I never heard of that one. Yeah, I never yeah heard it's that one old, either. old school, but it's kind of like a trippy, like mushroom kind of deal. <laughs> uh, I never heard. I never heard, I never heard that one either. Check it out. <laughs> Yellow school. So you liked it? You liked it? Yeah, I liked it. Um, I'm gonna look that up while you're, uh, you say that. Um, the uh, the definitely um, memento is really really good. It's something where you have to think. You have to be involved mm-hmm. in the movie because if you're no pit, that's the bad thing. Like I, I told Darielle, I said, listen. If you want to watch this movie, you need to be involved the whole time. Because yes. if you're going to think the movie is very stupid, if you do not, uh, if you do not pay attention, because it's one thing you have to like stay attention. Yeah, yeah, you got to, got to stay attention, focused on the movie. Um, I'm looking for the Yellow School Bus movie, Tim. I'm seeing a lot of Yellow School Bus, but let's see about the movie. Let's see what Tim's uh, Tim's suggestion is all about here. Yellow you School Bus movie. Movie. There you go. All right, here we go. Yellow School Bus uh, movie. Um, it's a series? No, it wasn't a series. It was a movie, you said, Tim? Or, or a series? I believe so. I watched it in high school. It's a TV series? You watched it in high school? Yeah. It's a TV series, Tim. It was more of a psychedelic movie. <laughs> Apparently, it was a psychedelic TV series. <laughs> it ran for four years. Is this it? Wait, let's see, Tim. No, this is not it. <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> I hope that's not it. Uh, let's see. No, that's the magic school bus. The yellow school bus, Tim? Yep. Yellow school... Shit, Tim. 
It's not pulling up anything on IMDb. That's a bad sign. Uh, well, if you guys have listened to the show, have heard of the Yellow School Bus, put the link up on, on the Facebook fan page because we're both, me and uh, PJ are interested in this movie now. Um, let's see. Can you think of any other good ones? I mean, the best, one of the best movies ever is uh, Pulp Fiction. If you haven't seen Pulp Fiction, I, I, I like all his movies. Yeah, yeah. Quentin Tarantino is a great, great director and all great of the Kill Bill movies yeah, are very, very good. Um, all right, next question. Let's see. People want to hear so many fucking pros again. You want to do a little so many fucking pros? I'll tell you what. So many fucking pros. We only watch one fucking movie. All right, we oh. watch The Godfather Part oh. One. We don't watch fucking Part Two. We don't watch fucking Part Three. Fucking forget those movies. We watch The Godfather Part One on repeat all day long, every fucking day. How about how about say hello to my little friend? Say hello <laughs> to my friend. We do. We, we on occasion we we watch Scarface too. We we you know yeah. but you know Scarface. Huh? We, we we love we love Al Pacino, you know we love Robert De Niro, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, Bobby D. Yeah. We go back, you know Bobby D. Supports so many pros. He actually owns the Tribeca Film Festival where a lot of my guys win. So you know it's it's, it's a it's a fucking great time. You know that uh, so many fucking pros actually the the uh, the guy that this is all really uh, uh, surrounding is yeah. actually got is a free man now. Is yeah. Out. Oh, he was in rehab from what I understand. Oh, I thought he was in prison. No, he was in rehab. He had a That's very a long very, rehab. very very bad uh, drug problem. And unless this is false information he just got out and I don't know what's up with his jail he might still have to go to jail oh. um, well he's got time to have a few more fucking pros I, I guess he, he got um, like very very bad on drugs like very bad he might have done a little oxycontin a little bit too much oxycontin ah okay um, anyway uh, let's move on to the next question and uh, let's see where's the next question here PJ um, da 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 um, what is oh no we're not going to talk about bodybuilding diets no. Lou Hudson come on now with the bodybuilding diets give me a break um, email me privately if you want to know bodybuilding questions uh, or small fee I'll answer all your questions um, let's see I'm, he asked another question you understand this question would you rather have this OCD where every time you meet somebody new you're introduced to someone instead of shaking their hand you Lou Hudson up and down. right like a normal person like a dog or you're at a club with your girl comes in Justin Bieber Okay, so the question is, would you rather have OCD where every time you meet somebody new... Oh, you sniff them or... Sniff them, okay, I get, I get you sniff them up and down. Mm-hmm. Or you're in a club with a girl and and your girl comes in with Justin Bieber and he makes a smart comment. Or, oh, that's two different things. I was just going to be really guy. Where? I don't even get that. No, what he's saying is, which which OCD would you uh, rather have? problem would you rather have? Okay. Every time you meet somebody, you sniff them? Yeah. Or every time your girl introduces you to a guy, and even if they're like a tool like Justin Bieber, you want to be the shit out of them? Sniff them up and down. Sniff them up and down. You don't go to jail for that. No, you beat up every guy that your girlfriend yeah, introduces you to, you're going to have some serious fucking problems. Yes. That's for sure. What do you think, Tim? Would you rather sniff or... Or, yeah, <laughs> uh, we know somebody who sniffs. Uh, Jimmy the Bull. Jimmy the Iron Bull sniffs. He sniffs underwear, though. He, I actually watched him sniffing a girl at the Arnold. She was Go. very uncomfortable. He was like... <laughs> he was a beautiful scent. He was really inhaling her heart. It was, it was he likes to smell it. He's got a thing for smelling girls. He's got a thing for smells. I call it a thing. Um, all right. Uh, what's, what is... Uh, Stacy Mitchell Gray wants to know... What is really in Greg Valentino's arms? Stacy Mitchell Gray will keep asking this question over and over again. If we I'll have... tell you what he specifically tells me. Right. I'm, I've known Greg since I was like 16 years old. Uh, and he says back then, which this is actually factual, they used to make uh, equipoise that was only 50 milligrams per milliliter. Um, so he would do massive amounts of it, uh, like five cc's a time, repeatedly into his arms over and over and over again. And the, you know, the massive amount of oil buildup in there 
uh, stretch the fascia and the muscle, and he says you can ask anybody that he was with at the time, and, you know, that's why his arms look like that. That is, that is a very, like, far-fetched you don't uh, believe it. thing to believe. Although, I mean, if you were putting that much oil in one spot, that certainly could happen. You definitely could build up, like, a, a, a bolus of like yeah. oil sitting there in the, in the area. He actually told me... Uh, that he was doing, he was getting juice so cheap back then mm-hmm. that he was doing like a bottle a day of different of different shit. Well, yeah, but he he was saying he was doing like really like low dosed stuff, so the volume of oil was super high. But it was maybe it wasn't really like maybe it only worked out to like two thousand, three thousand milligrams, which is still high. Um, a day, I guess whenever he was doing it, you know, however often he, you know. But I I believe that it, it was most likely uh, simple. I mean, I don't know if I guess. Probably too many people don't experiment with stuff like that to see what would happen. You know? I guess not. That's a, that is a, a, a tremendous. Uh, people always ask this to me uh, when when pros um, are taking a lot of gear. And I actually know the answer to this, and you probably do too. But mm-hmm. people want to know, like, if you do enough, if you're doing you know 30 or 40 cc's a week of shit, 30 c, let's say 20 cc's a week, how do you not get uh, you know horrible swelling or whatever? Like you don't build up those big uh, so, you know sitting oil mm-hmm. supplies in your different muscles. What do you, you know the answer, but what do you, what do you, you, you rotate the sites? Well, yes, you rotate the sites. And I also think that some people just have a, a better tolerance for this than other yeah, people. All right. Uh, next question. Let's see what we got. Uh, um, let's see. What are the parties like at the Arnold and the Olympia? Um, the Arnold uh, parties, let's see. I guess I'll start with that one, huh? Okay. The Arnold uh, is great um, because it's Columbus, Ohio, and there's not a lot of uh, stuff going on after mm-hmm. the show. So when uh, usually we, there's a party at Boma. Uh, they just changed the name of it. It's, it's, it's the uh, party every year, Jason Deere, to here. They call him. It's Jason Deere. He's, uh, he throws these great after parties, and it's always at this place, Boma, which is like a church that uh, got redesigned into a nightclub. And the place is just awesome. The parties are great. And everybody's there. And that's what makes, really honestly, what makes a good party is who you know yeah. and, and who's there. And so the second floor of the party is like a VIP area. And the only people that are allowed in really are industry people and athletes and stuff like that. So you don't have a lot of the like just random people you don't know there. So it's all people we know. And those events are like awesome. So I love going. I mean, you agree with that, right, PJ? Oh, yeah. This year's was a little weak, I thought. It was okay. It was um, okay. This year wasn't one of the more fun years, but um, usually they're really, really fun. Yeah. And the, th- the thing about it is that uh, the bad thing about the party is that it ends at 2. Yes. Because everything closes in Columbus at 2, which that's the shitty thing. Um, so usually people are looking for something else to do after. But uh, those parties are really good. The Vegas parties, the bad thing, you'd think it would be great because it's Vegas. But the bad thing is that people are so splintered because there's like five, six mm-hmm. parties. You've got Jay Cutler's party. you got Philly's party. you got, party. You got this guy's party, that guy's party. Jason Deere does a party. So before you know it, you got five different places, and there's just not that many people to spread around. So... If you splinter off all the people into all these different parties, you end up uh, not usually not having the group of people. So it's almost better to just go wherever you want to go yeah. and make your own party in Vegas. So I'm actually um, the the Vegas after Olympia parties usually aren't that great. The cool thing though is if you go out late enough and you go to Dre's after party, the Dre's after after hours club around five in the morning. Usually everybody kind of really meets back up there, and usually people are in a pretty pretty uh, solid state of inebriation <laughs> by five in the morning and, and you can see some very interesting stuff uh if you go to dre's around five in the morning uh saturday or i guess it's really sunday morning uh, after the olympia because you'll see a lot of the athletes and 
and industry people and stuff very, very intoxicated in a state of where they would not want to be recognized by most people. So I guess that's a tip for people out there. If you want to go to the after party after the Olympia, make sure you go to Dre's around mm-hmm. 5 or 6 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's one of the most depressing things is to go to Dre's and come out of the party, after the, out of Dre's, out of a casino, mm-hmm. into the light, into the, like, yeah. the, 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 the September uh, day, basically, or early morning or afternoon in Vegas in your night clothes, even sweating in, and it's disgusting. And that's like, I remember one of the most depressing times in uh, my uh, life in the industry is walking out around noon <laughs> from Dre's after having a crazy night and being covered, basically drenched in sweat and like a dress shirt and dress pants coming out of Dre is just being disgusted with myself. Yeah, my days of enjoying stuff like that are long gone. I, 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 uh, I wouldn't even go to that. I like the Arnold a lot more. And it, because it closes at... Two and last call is like one thirty. People go pretty aggressive when they get there. It's an aggressive like ninety minutes, uh, and then you know it's not too yeah. late. You go get some food or whatever, yeah. and then that's it. Um, Tim's never been to any of these yet, right? Not yet. Um, looking for it. Will, will we see Timbo Holmes at the Arnold or the Olympia next year or this year? The Arnold. I mean the uh, the Olympia. Yes, yes, at the Olympia for sure. This year. Mm-hmm. All right. Wow. Okay. All right. You can see uh, meet Timbo for the very first time mm-hmm. if you go to the Olympia this year. Um, next question for Patrick Barnes, minimal, I think I say his name wrong. It's Minanimal, huh? Minanimal. It's, uh, Patrick Barnes. It's Manimal. Yeah, Manimal. Okay. He wants to know how to ask for a little backdoor action. Like how do you, he says, should you just shove it in the chick's ass or do you ask politely? PJ is the expert uh, on this type of stuff. So PJ, if you have a girlfriend or let's just, let's say it's, let's let's say two ways. Okay. We'll make this a two part Mm -hmm. question. One, how do you, how do you bring up or make anal sex happen with a girlfriend and how do you do it with a a girl that you just meet or that you're just kind of like trying to bang? Um, well, if it's your girlfriend, you should already know, uh, you know, depending on how long you've been with her, if it's something that's going to be an easy task or an impossible task and, um, you can, you know, you should know her. So you should actually know the approach with her better than I can actually tell you, but you certainly cannot just shove it in. And it's actually impossible to do that anyway. Um, I mean, if the girl is not willing to do it, you would need so much lube and it's just, it's, it's a long process that takes like coaching and it's, it's really, if the girl's not into it, it's not fun for her. If she's willing to do it for you, you know, you have to make it as gentle and easy for her as possible. Because if a girl's uptight about it and she's clenched up, it's going to hurt her that much worse. Now I have been with girls that have, you know, perhaps had experience with anal sex with other guys before me and, and liked it. So if they like it, that's a, that's a totally different thing. And I've, I've actually had uh, only once, but I had a girl on a, on a first time hanging out with her being like, do you want to put it in my ass? And I was just, actually didn't do it because I was so taken back by the fact that she did that the first time with me that I, I couldn't imagine what other things that she's done if this is what we're doing on the first date. Now, I've had girls that like mildly enjoyed it, um, but typically it's not something that you're going to, you know, it's not like porn where they just jam it in there and they start doing it. It's not going to be like that. It's, it's got to be like something that's agreed upon. A lot of alcohol is going to have to be present. Possibly like a Xanax or muscle relaxer or something like that. Um, and, and to be honest with you, if, if the girl's not into it, it's not fun anyway. It's a, it's a shitty time. It's There's crying. and <laughs> It's just not a good time. So um, it's something that should be discussed beforehand. It's not like you can just in the middle of it be like, hey, so I'm going to put it in your butt now, okay? It's, it doesn't work like that. Maybe one night when you're having drinks or something, but, you know, it's something I'd like to try, whatever, and I want to know what your feelings are on it. And a lot of girls will do things to keep their men happy. 
So if you have that kind of girl, you, you, you need to approach it like that. Certain girls just don't want anything to do with it. PJ Braun is known for being a little judgmental with women. So the question, my question is, if a girl, you're going out with a girl and you've been dating her, not, maybe not the first date, mm-hmm. but she actually brings up and wants anal sex, do you think less of her? Yes. Yeah, I knew you would yeah. say yes to that. Uh, I've only seriously dated like three girls in my whole life, maybe four. Um, and uh, let's see, two of them let me do anal sex with them a couple times. And it was not fun with them anytime. It was a lot of lube and preparation and this position hurts too much and ow, 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 and crying and then try again, try again. They have to be really, really drunk. And it's just not really fun. Now, I've also been with some girls that were not what I would like to call high quality girls that uh, I have done it with and they liked it. Um, and it was, you know, if they've already been experienced with it, they know how to take it a certain way. And, and it's a completely different experience. But typically in my head, Psychologically, I wouldn't be like, okay, this is a good girl for me to bring home and meet my parents now. Timbo Holmes. Yes, sir. Come closer. Tell us. Give us your advice for people. How do you how do you get a girl to how do you get a girlfriend to do anal sex? How do you get a uh, a uh, a strain a girl that you're just kind of like dating or trying to fuck? Well, honestly, I'm gonna have to agree with uh, PJ on everything. I think everything he said pretty much summed it up. No input whatsoever, Tim. Not really. I mean, that was pretty good. Pretty good answer. <laughs> when it comes to weird, when it comes him. when it comes to weird sex stuff or just even sex stuff in general, PJ usually has the uh, has the answers. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna agree with PJ. I have to say though that um, I have definitely met some girls that were uh, into anal sex. Mm-hmm. I remember one girl um, that I dated when I was much when I was much younger. She was older than me, and uh, and she like specifically wanted it. You know, she was like into it. Yeah. And I remember thinking like being like shocked. This is something that she wanted, and she actually said, and, and, and this is the case, that she actually came more and yeah. harder from anal oh, sex. Oh, I, I mean, you know, the, you can certainly come like that. I mean, but um, it's just that the, the percentages of girls are, are far fewer. Yeah. Um, so I guess my advice uh, would be, if it's a girlfriend, like PJ said, you want to... Um, Make it like a nice experience. Yeah, right? and I don't think that if they don't want it, want it, it's not something you should yeah. pressure. If you yeah. love them, it's right. kind of like it's not really that big of a deal. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, the vagina feels a lot better than a butthole. I'm sorry, it's just <laughs> the way it is. Always. Right. Uh, all right. Uh, next question. Let's see. Going on. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, Mike the Gorilla Dunlap wants to hear our opinions on the new bodybuilding movie starring The Rock and Marky Mark. It's being shot in Miami. You heard about this? No, no nothing. No. Yeah, I've actually, uh, I actually read the story. I heard about it, and, uh, and I read the story on the internet. Let's see if I can find it. I like The Rock and Marky Mark, so this, is, this is, uh, sounds good to me so far. Um, yeah, it's, it's actually a real uh, bodybuilding movie. It's not like a... Um, it's not a... Um, it's not a... Like a, uh, it's, a it's a story. Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's a story, and... You can see some of the pictures we're pulling up on the internet of the... Uh, it's called... Let's see. Um, looking for the name of the damn movie. And I uh, I actually read the story. The It's based on a true uh, story of true events oh, that transpired. Good. Yeah, here's a picture of The Rock. I'm trying to find the name of the damn movie. Rock looks good. Arnold looks good. He looks definitely good. Uh, I actually know... I, I don't think it's my place to tell uh, anybody <laughs> some inside information about The Rock, but he is. Uh, he's working with a very well-known guru, uh, contest prep guru. And uh, he's definitely upped his game as far as what he's doing to get in shape. And you can tell by looking at his pictures. Um, 
Let's see. It's called Pain and Gain, and it's a, a couple of steroid-abusing knucklehead bodybuilders who bo- become criminals involved in an extortion ring. Oh, fantastic. And a kidnapping plot fantastic. that goes horribly yeah. wrong. Fantastic. Um, it's the movie I want to see. Yeah, it's actually, the story is interesting. They bo- they basically play some moron bodybuilders who mm-hmm. are like idiots. Great. And they, uh, they, kidnap, they kidnap somebody and try to get money from them, and uh, basically they torture a guy to get him to give money. Is it a comedy? I mean, no, no, no. It's oh, a drama. Okay. It's definitely a drama. It's not awesome. a comedy at all. That's great. It's a... <laughs> and, uh, Glorifying us as always. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna make bodybuilding look bad because they mm-hmm. talk a lot about juice and these guys. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna make bodybuilding look bad, but also it's gonna make both these guys they, they play morons that mm-hmm. like that end up getting in some trouble with this, getting caught, and they do some very regrettable things to extort money from people, and it ends up going really bad because they're idiots. Mm-hmm. And anytime you're a moron, uh, even doing crime, it doesn't it doesn't end up good. And so it's not. Uh, what do I think of the movie? I think it's it's probably gonna be a pretty decent movie. I like the. The story, but as far as like what it's going to make us yeah, bodybuilders look, it's not going to be. It's not going to be a positive. I was like, wow, they're going to actually do something good with us. No, no. no. Now Marky Mark, I think is interesting because he plays. I believe he plays the main character uh, in the uh, in the storyline, and um, he does not look like a bodybuilder. No, not at all. And if you look at the the uh, pictures of him, he is uh, bigger, but he looks uh, fatter than normal. Looks, he's got the old school pants on though. Those, it's like, a '90s hot skins. Yeah, it's a '90s story. It happened in the '90s, so. Uh, if you look at the pictures of Marky Mark, if you Google Marky Mark bodybuilding movie, you'll see he basically looks like a fatter version of Marky yeah, Mark. Yeah. The Rock not a good look. Like a bodybuilder. The Rock looks good. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what do I think of it? I think I'll go see it probably, but I, I'm uh, I'm concerned that it won't end up making us look good. Mm-hmm. Would you see the movie, Tim? I would have to go see the movie just to check it out and just to see, you know, the storyline and everything. But I agree with you; it's not going to make us look good at all. Nah, it's not going to make us look good. Um, let's go on to the next question. Uh, Jessica Dunn. We should only answer bodybuilding related questions or yeah. diet related questions, but since it's from Jessica Dunn, one of our uh, better looking female listeners, um, we will answer this one for her. She wants to know what do you do when you have sugar or nut cravings when dieting? I have a, I have my my suggestion, and Timbo used this one when I when I helped him diet for his first bodybuilding show. Um, and you tell me if this is even okay. Okay. I do the, the sugar free popsicles. There's five calories, and that'll be like a dessert. After some of your meals, like a nighttime meal when you would normally do a dessert, I'll do uh, two of these popsicles, which ends up being 10 calories. Mm-hmm. It's just, I think it's like four grams of sugar alcohol in two of them. And um, that is what we will, I will do. If it's something like a salt thing, like really uh, uh, wanting some kind of salty thing, I'll do, when I do my grits, I make them really salty. Um, and that's when you're having carbs with a meal. Um, or I'll salt the hell out of vegetables. I'll put a lot of salt on uh, on vegetables. And me and Tim, yeah. when we were dieting before, when he, him and I were dieting together, when I lived with him in Houston, uh, we ate a lot of vegetables. Very, vegetables. Very, <laughs> very salty. Very salty vegetables. Yeah, very salty vegetables. Is that is that okay, PJ, when you're dieting? When you're dieting yeah, somewhere? for the most part. I mean, I think if you're an, uh, an actual like bodybuilder, uh, that specific division... Um, and you're getting close to a show a couple weeks out, you should probably eliminate stuff like that because those things can make you the sugar alcohol. It's going to make you retain a little bit of water. Um, but I do allow my figure and bikini and, and men's physique people to have uh, like a jello, sugar-free jello, sugar-free yeah. popsicles. I actually let my girls have uh, pickles here and there. Um, as far as the, uh, the nut cravings, I mean, I, I actually try to incorporate some kind of nuts or peanut butter in, in a lot of my girls' diets unless I know that they're going to go too crazy with the peanut butter. Although uh, it is not our sponsor, it is our good friend, uh, Dave Palumbo, uh, his company Species, makes a whey that has no carbs in it, that is actually sprayed with like peanut butter flavoring, mm-hmm. and they have a vanilla peanut butter and a chocolate peanut butter, and it's actually very good. Um, so that could be something to get you over that craving for nuts. 
Any suggestions other than what I said, Tim? Um, what do you do? Well, I actually got hooked on coffee and Splenda mm-hmm. and cinnamon. So I would actually drink a cup of coffee and and, to, and add some Splenda. And a lot of bodybuilders do that. And, Coffee's uh, popular. And uh, I, I kind of liked it. Yeah, that'll work. Um, let's see. Next question is uh, Mark Joseph Dome wants to know the best visual effects movie to show off the performance of an HD television. Man, I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I'm not an expert. Avatar, Avatar would be pretty freaking good. Avatar is awesome. Yeah, Avatar would be great. Especially if you got like a Blu-ray player. Mm-hmm. Avatar yeah. would be really cool to watch on uh, on Blu-ray, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I know. I know my HD television, my big one that I got. Obviously, I've been enjoying the hell out of. You guys both got to see it. Mm-hmm. Pretty nice, right? Yeah, yeah, I like nice. it. Now, can you imagine? I wanted the 82 inch. You can see from yeah. my living room, 82 would have been too big. Right? I think Amber's parents have have uh, this monstrous TV. It's got to be like 70, 80 inches, and it's so big. It's like what you were saying. You got to. You have to far. sit really far back to, yeah. to appreciate the quality of it. Right. Yeah. Which is, I, I wouldn't want that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I wouldn't. I, our you saw the living room here yeah. is just not um, deep enough to, mm-hmm. to sit that far back. Uh, anything over fifty inches is huge. So if you have a fifty you know, or fifty-five 60, inch TV, sixty inch—that's a very, very big TV. And I got a sixty inch. Yeah. So. Um, all right. Uh, next question: The weirdest thing, Vince uh, Bertoloni. Bert, is that me saying that right? Bertoloni. Bertolini. Bertolini. Yeah. Bertolini. Um, he wanted to uh, hear the weirdest thing we have seen backstage. We've actually been asked this question a bunch of times now, mm-hmm. and we've answered it a bunch of times, haven't we? I believe we have. We, we said about the. I, I think my thing was seeing the competitor was like shitting, who was making all the. I was hearing all the pooping uh, in the in the bathroom, and then it was a girl. I think I told that story. Um, yes, we did answer this. I've seen somebody this. pass out. Yeah, you've seen no bodybuilding questions. questions. No bodybuilding. Okay, um, craziest thing you've heard a bodybuilder carve up with? Very no, popular. More more bodybuilding questions. Yeah. We're gonna week. we're gonna answer this super quick. Taylor Bolin. Uh, pie filling is very popular in the 90s, early 2000s. Chad Nichols would have a lot of his guys use pie filling. I think that's yes. very strange. Uh, Factor Mubarak has a lot of people use pie filling still. Uh. I saw somebody doing cotton candy at a show. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. I don't I don't think that it's a good idea to carve up with anything that you don't normally eat. I agree. Um, all right. Uh, Omar Hurtado, another anal sex question. We got a lot of anal sex. He wants to know, what were our thoughts the first time we saw anal sex in a porn? When we, I guess when we were a kid. Male on female, not, not homo. Um, Tim, what was your first thoughts when you saw anal sex when you were a kid? I was pretty intrigued. I kind of wanted to try it. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. Makes sense. Looked like something I wanted to try sometime. I liked it. I write that down on my bucket list. (laughs) So, uh, what do you think? I uh, I think I would probably I don't remember I, I was watching porn in like fifth grade so it didn't it didn't, uh, yeah. it didn't make an impact on me enough to remember no what it yeah. certainly didn't impact me as much as like when I saw this Brazilian girl doing something with a horse that that left a, a lasting yeah. impression I mean that that actually ruined uh, my horse ruined horse horses day. for you <laughs> ruined horses uh, and, and uh, it was it was very made me very very upset I can't even remember uh, basic stuff what, it, what it, how I felt from that kind of stuff anymore yeah. you know I always find it interesting because I used to go to Mexico all the time for steroids back in the day Tijuana. And um, when I was a kid, people used to always ask me, did you go to the donkey show? Did you go to the donkey show to watch yeah. the donkey Ugh. fuck a woman? Ugh. And, like, a woman would suck the donkey off and fuck the woman. And I always was like, why would I want to go to that? You know, like, a lot of people would yeah, always ask this that. is horrible. Like, I did not want to see that. Like, horrible. People would always say that. And you still hear when people it's talk like, about that. It's like, uh, why do you want to go to that? psychologically traumatizing. Why would you want to see that? I don't know. When I was young, I always was into, like, even when I was, like, like a freshman, sophomore in high school, like, trying to get, like, girls to make out and shit. Like, seeing that yeah. in real life was awesome. Yeah. You know? Like, that. Yeah. I don't even know if I, if I would necessarily be all that into watching a guy and a girl have sex in real life. Um, unless it was somebody that I knew and it was funny. You'd want to watch me. I know. You yes. Yes, funny. definitely. <laughs> um, but, um... 
Uh, seeing two girls together it has always been something that, that I enjoy. Uh, next question. Jody Boba Daniel wants to know the differences. Um, me and Sean Ray, what are our problems? I don't know. Did I, have I told that before? Yes. I think so, man. Come on. Listen to the, listen to the show. you got to listen to the show, Jody. I mean, the, I'll, I'll do give you like the 30-second version. Sean gave me some uh, some information that I wrote a gossip column about mm-hmm. when uh, when it turned out to be wrong because Dennis Wolf decided to actually do the show. He came out on the MD boards and was saying that I was a bad journalist, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, when he's the motherfucker who gave, sorry Isaac, he's the motherfucker who gave me the information in the first place. So he was like throwing me under the bus, and he called me up and said, "Hey, don't you know? Just so you know, we're friends and stuff. I just have to do this for work, make you look like a cocksucker." Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was like, you know, you know, basically that was the end of our, our friendship because. I thought we were cool. I was wrong. Obviously, he, he probably never liked me at all, and uh, and so that that just kind of let me know what kind of person. Now we've had problems since then, but that's that's the gist of it, basically. Um, Jess McCutcheon wants to know: Suppose Oscar Arden and Honey Rambod got into a fight. What do you think would happen? Who would win? <laughs> this is very easy for me. What do you What do you think? Honey Rambod versus uh, Oscar Arden. Oscar. Oscar. Yeah. Do you know Do you know Oscar Arden? No, Tim doesn't know Oscar Arden. Honey Rambod. Um, Oscar's a great guy. Uh, Honey is a tiny, tiny guy. I mean, I can't. Uh, what do you think? Honey is like five four. Yeah, he's not. He's he doesn't not. really work out or anything like that. Oscar Arden still trains. He's not in like the best shape himself at this moment. Although he was a great, a very good bodybuilder. He has a very one. powerful mind, and I think yeah. that Oscar would believe that he was going to win. Oscar before, grew up on the streets before, before it even started. So yeah. I think the whole intimidation factor. Absolutely. I think Oscar would destroy him. I don't think he would even be close. Uh, next, I wanted to know um, on a more serious note. Uh, do you think Chris Aceto could take Chad Nichols? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that Chris Aceto, as much as I like Chris, I think Chad Nichols would take Chris Aceto. I think Chris Aceto wouldn't know what to do. I think uh, Chad Nichols would definitely take Chris Aceto. What do you think? I would agree with that. And I love... I love. Uh, yeah, we both love Chris love Aceto, Chris. but I, I don't think Chris would stand a chance. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, you know what would be funny? If, if Chris Aceto beat one of us up for saying that about him. That would be <laughs> awesome. Like, yeah, if he came up to you at the show and slapped you. Yeah, I heard what you said about me on the radio and just slapped you in the face. Um, that would be interesting. We didn't know, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know I'm a bad motherfucker? <laughs> um, Johan Otterstrom uh, wants to know some good movie tips. You want to give up a few tips, movies you've seen that you maybe people haven't? haven't Recently? Seen? I don't know. Anything you want. Uh, well, new movies. Uh, Avengers was awesome. I'm sure everybody saw that. I thought Snow White was very good. People should probably ask me because Aaron doesn't like anything. I've been, I've been tough. <laughs> I, I've been tough on movies lately. Uh, the uh, Contraband was awesome. If you want to go to Redbox, something that's, that's new. Yeah. Um, the, the newest Underworld was very, very good. Why don't you pick an old movie that people might not have seen that you liked? An old movie that people was very good. have seen. Like a uh, Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. That was oh, a very, very, very good movie. That's ass to ass reference we made earlier yes. from Requiem for a Dream. Um, Tim, you want to give a movie that you that you've seen recently that you liked, and then an old one, like an old old one. It doesn't have to be old old, but something that people may not have seen that was really good. Oh, I'm so horrible with remembering movies, but uh, yeah, you're not good with names. No, not at all. But uh, I recently saw um, the Avengers, and that was my favorite <laughs> one. So yeah. everybody liked yeah. the Avengers. Yeah. Um, it started, you know what's, a, Hulk? A, what's Hulk? A, a, an older movie that that. I think people like us have seen that probably a lot of people haven't seen is A Clockwork Orange yeah, is, is a very good older movie. It's it's a like a mind trip, that movie. I got a, I got a, I got a one that's similar. I mean, it's not similar, but it's a mind trip kind of movie that I, I watched recently. I tried to show Darielle, and she didn't watch it, but Memento. Memento is awesome. It's a very good movie. Love Memento. Guy Pierce is in that before Love he got Memento. famous. And there's what a bunch about of the actors. yellow school bus? What's that? 
It's kind of like a trippy movie. I never heard of that one. Me, I yeah, never heard it's that one old, either. old school, but it's kind of like a trippy, like mushroom kind of deal. <laughs> uh, I never heard. I never heard, <laughs> I never heard, that, heard that one either. Check it out. <laughs> Yellow school. So you liked it. You liked it. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I'm gonna look that up while you're, uh, you say that. Um, the uh, the definitely um, memento is really really good. It's something where you have to think. You have to be involved mm-hmm. in the movie because if you're no pit, that's a bad thing. Like I, I told Darielle, I said, listen. If you want to watch this movie, you need to be involved the whole time. Because yes. if you're going to think the movie is very stupid, if you do not, uh, if you do not pay attention, because it's one thing you have to like stay yeah, attention. Yeah, you got to, you got to stay atten- focused on the movie. Um, I'm looking for the Yellow School Bus movie, Tim. I'm seeing a lot of Yellow School Bus, but let's see about the movie. Let's see what Tim's uh, Tim's suggestion is all about here. Yellow you School Bus movie. Movie. There you go. All right, here we go. Yellow School Bus uh, movie. Um, it's a series? No, it wasn't a series. It was a movie, you said, Tim? Or, or a series? I believe so. I watched it in high school. It's a TV series? You watched it in high school? Yeah. It's a TV series, Tim. It was more of a psychedelic movie. <laughs> Apparently, it was a psychedelic TV series. <laughs> it ran for four years. Is this it? Wait, let's see, Tim. This is not it. That's not, <laughs> that's not it. I hope that's not it. Uh, let's see. No, that's the magic school bus. The yellow school bus, Tim? Yep. Yellow school Shit, Tim. It's not pulling up anything on IMDb. That's a bad sign. Uh, huh? If you guys have listening to the show have heard of the Yellow School Bus, put the link up on uh, the Facebook fan page because we're both me and uh, PG are interested in this movie now. Um, let's see. Can you think of any other good ones? I mean, uh, the best one of the best movies ever is. Uh, Pulp Fiction. If you haven't seen Pulp Fiction, I, I, I like all his movies. Yeah. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino is a great, great director and all great of the Kill writer. Bill movies yeah, are very all good. very good. Um, all right, next question. Let's see. People want to hear so many fucking pros again. You want to do a little so many fucking pros? I'll tell you what. So many fucking pros. We only watch one fucking movie. All right. We oh. watch The Godfather Part oh. One. We don't watch fucking Part Two. We don't watch fucking Part Three. Fucking forget those movies. We watch The Godfather Part One on repeat all day long, every fucking day. How about how about say hello to my little friend? Say hello <laughs> to my friend. We do. We, we on occasion we we watch Scarface too. We we uh, you know yeah. but you know Scarface. Huh? We, we we love we love Al Pacino, you know, we love Robert De Niro, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, Bobby D, yeah. we go back, you know, Bobby D supports so many pros. He actually owns the Tribeca Film Festival where a lot of my guys win. So, you know, it's 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 a it's a fucking great time. You know that uh, so many fucking pros actually the the uh, the guy that this is all really uh, uh, surrounding is yeah. actually got is a free man now, is Yeah, out. well he was in rehab from what I understand. Oh, he was in prison. No, he was in rehab. He had a That's very a long very, rehab. very, very bad uh, drug problem. And unless this is False information. He just got out, and I don't know what's up with his jail. He might still have to go to jail. Oh. Um, Whoa, he's got time to have a few more fucking pros. I, I guess he, he got um, like very, very bad on drugs. Like very bad. He might have done a little oxycotton, a little bit too much oxycontin. Ah, okay. Um, anyway, uh, let's move on to the next question. And uh, let's see, where's the next question here, PJ? Um, what is, um, oh no, we're not going to talk about bodybuilding diets. No. Lou Hudson, come on now with the bodybuilding diets. Give me a break. Um, email me privately if you want to know bodybuilding questions. Uh, or small fee, I'll answer all your questions. Um, let's see. Um, he asked another question. You understand this question? Would you rather have this OCD where every time you meet somebody new, you're introduced to someone instead of shaking their hand you Blue Hudson, up and down. right like a normal person, like a dog, or you're at a club with your girl comes in, Justin Bieber. Okay, so the question is, would you rather have OCD where every time you meet somebody new, oh, you, you sniff them, you sniff them, them up and down, mm-hmm. or 
you're in a club with a girl, and and your girl comes in with Justin Bieber, and he makes a smart comment, or oh, that's two different things. I was just a really like, guy. Where I don't even get. No, this. what he's saying is which which OCD would you uh, rather have? Problem would you rather have? Okay. Every time you meet somebody, you sniff them. Yeah. Or every time your girl introduces you to a guy, and even if they're like a tool like Justin Bieber, you want to be the shit out of them. Sniff them up and down. Sniff them up and down. You don't go to jail for that. No, you beat up every guy that your girlfriend yeah, introduces yeah. you to. You're going to have some serious fucking problems. Yes. That's for sure. What do you think, Tim? Would you rather sniff or? or sniff. Yeah, <laughs> sniff. Uh, we know somebody who sniffs. Uh, Jimmy the Bull. Jimmy the Iron Bull sniffs. He sniffs underwear though. He. I actually watched him sniffing a girl at the Arnold. She was Goals. very uncomfortable. He was like, <laughs> beautiful scent, and he was really inhaling her heart. It was, it was he likes to smell? He's got a thing for smelling girls. Got a thing for smells. I call it a thing. Um. All right, uh, what's what is uh, Stacy Mitchell Gray wants to know what is really in Greg Valentino's arms? Stacy Mitchell Gray will keep asking this question over and over again. If I'll know. tell you what he specifically tells me. Right, I'm, I've known Greg since I was like 16 years old, uh, and he says back then, which this is actually factual, they used to make uh, equipoise that was only 50 milligrams per milliliter. Um, so he would do massive amounts of it, uh, like five cc's a time. Repeatedly into his arms over and over and over again, and the you know the massive amount of oil build up in there uh, stretched the fascia and the muscle. And he says you can ask anybody that he was with at the time, and you know that's why his arms look like that. That is that is a uh, very like far fetched. You don't uh, believe it. Thing to believe. Although I mean, if you were putting that much oil in one spot, that certainly could happen. You definitely could build up like a, a, a bullets of like yeah. oil sitting there in the in the area. He actually told me. Uh, that he was doing, he was getting juice so cheap back then mm-hmm. that he was doing like a bottle a day of different of different shit. Well, yeah, but he he was saying he was doing like really like low dosed stuff, so the volume of oil was super high. But it was maybe it wasn't really like maybe it only worked out to like two thousand, three thousand milligrams, which is still high. Um, a day, a week, I guess. Whenever he was doing it, you know, however often he, you know. But I I believe that it, it was most likely uh, simple. I mean, I don't know if I guess. Probably too many people don't experiment with stuff like that to see what would happen. Yeah. I guess not. That's a, that is a, uh, a tremendous. Uh, people always ask this to me uh, when when pros um, are taking a lot of gear. And I actually know the answer to this, and you probably do too. But mm-hmm. people want to know, like, if you do enough, if you're doing you know 30 or 40 cc's a week of shit, 30 c, let's say 20 cc's a week, how do you not get uh, you know horrible swelling or whatever? Like you don't build up those big uh, su- you know sitting oil mm-hmm. supplies in your different muscles. What do you, you know the answer, but what do, you, what do you, you, you rotate the sites? Well, yes, you rotate the sites, and I also think that some people just have a, a better tolerance for this than other people. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so next question. I'm having a hard time pulling up the, the freaking page here to get the questions. If you see, it's not, it's not loading the freaking questions here. There we go. There we go. Okay. All right, I'm going to edit this little part here. Cut all this just space. Should be fun to find. Timbo, is there anything you'd like to add while we're doing this? No, I'm pretty good. Other than um, basically how I do, you know, my injections. <laughs> <laughs> you want to tell I, us that, Tim? Yeah. yeah Go ahead. I, I use uh, insulin needles. <laughs> so all insulin needles. All insulin needles. People, people will ask now and that I you spot inject everywhere. So now that you're saying this, Tim, people are going to ask, how do you um, get the oil into the needle? I you would use a drawing syringe. Explain. Tell us the whole how you do the whole thing. Well, you use like an eighteen gauge syringe, and you draw it out from your bottle, and you put it into your insulin syringes, and 
How do you put it? Up. How do you put it in the insulin? You pull the little stopper out and put it in there with a drawing needle, and then put the stopper back in. Flip it upside down. Wait for the air bubble to come out. Squeeze it, and you're good to go. How are you having a nice time so far, Timbo? Other than the weather, yeah. Yeah. yeah Timbo is like extremely uh, courteous. He lets me have the front seat all the time, and uh, he he let me have the bed last night, which I thought was a huge score because he was sleeping on the couch. But in reality, I think he actually had the better uh, sleeping arrangement. Because the bed that I was sleeping in, uh, the, the entire night, uh, and I'm not exaggerating, I, I was actually holding on for dear life. Uh, and I didn't realize in, in, until earlier into the morning after a night of no sleep that I should have gone onto the other side of the bed. Once I got on the other side of the bed, I actually texted uh, Darielle and I said, you sleep on the right side of the bed facing the closet, huh? And she was like, oh, why is that side of the bed messed up from Aaron? That's why we don't sleep in there. And I was like, yeah, it's like... Without exaggeration, like six inches lower yeah. on the other side. <laughs> I'm, I'm heavy enough that on a, on, a, on a mattress like hers, I don't know, like I make sure that when, that's why we sleep in the other room is because I want a rather firm mattress that doesn't happen. But if you have a, a one like hers where it's uh, very um, cushy, um, I, you, I literally ruined the mattress. Yeah, I mean it was a very soft mattress to begin with, which I'm not a fan of anyway. Yeah. But I kept waking up and I'd be like falling off the bed and then to roll back up, it was like a, a was chore. Tough. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like I was like climbing, scaling one of those rock walls that they have at the gyms. <laughs> Justin Davis wants to know funniest story tripping on drugs. You know, I don't. When I was doing drugs, I don't have a lot of really funny stories. The the the, the funniest story I can think of offhand was I was doing heroin and I was by myself. I usually did heroin by myself, and I I had a problem. One of the things that would happen to me when I was doing heroin combined with sleep apnea is that I would fall asleep standing up and I'd fall over. And that's not, it wasn't funny because I hurt myself a bunch of times doing that. I actually broke, I, I was really excited because I got this great TV at the time. And I actually fell into the TV that I just bought and broke it. And it was a very depressing time. Very cool. But the, the funny story was I was outside and the neighborhood that I was living um, was not a good neighborhood. And there were like a lot of homeless people that just walked by. And uh, I was standing out um, on my patio and I fell asleep standing up and I fell off the patio onto the gravel. And when I hit the gravel, of course, I woke up. And it just so happened that a homeless guy had just been walking right by. And he stopped and like was like staring at me. And he's like, so you okay? And I looked over and I saw the homeless guy like standing over me. And I was like, uh, yeah. And I got up and went back inside and closed the door. <laughs> and I remember thinking, man, that homeless guy, because I took like a, a, a swan dive off of the, off the thing into the con- into the gravel. That's funny. And the homeless guy must have been like, what the fuck? This white boy is crazy. <laughs> you know? So I literally swan dived into the concrete. Um, anyway, uh, Tim's got a lot of interesting stories. Tim, sure, sure, What's well, the funniest story you could think of? Well, I actually don't want to tell you a funny story. I want to tell you one that's kind of like mind-altering, okay? All right. The first time I did acid, a girl gave me acid on a sweet tart, and I had no idea it was acid. You thought it was a sweet tart? Yeah. So I sat down, sat down on the couch, hanging out with people, probably about uh, about 10, maybe 15 minutes into it, I got very angry and started sweating, (laughs) and I was like so pissed off that I really just wanted to beat somebody up. And you didn't know why you were angry? Had no idea why I was angry, what was going on, but something was going on, right? Well, the girl that gave it to me was sitting across the room, and she saw what was going on. She stood up, walked over to me, unzipped her sweater, okay, she was wearing just a bra, grabbed my hands and put them inside her shirt, made me feel her tits, okay, (laughs) squeeze her, and give her a kiss. By doing that, it totally changed my mind, and I actually went from being angry to the most happiest person. I had the best trip of my whole life, 15 hours, 
And <laughs> it was crazy. It was wow. great. She's really uh, in sync with the well, acid apparently, trip, apparently. Well, apparently, she exactly. She had experienced it before, and she knew what to do if you were going to go wow. into a bad state. I thought you were going to tell me you punched her right in the face when she walked out. No, no, no. That would no, be awesome. No. I could tell you a story about punching a girl in the face, but no. <laughs> nah, <laughs> that's, that's not, that's not, that's that not this kind of radio no. show. Yeah. <laughs> that's a whole other show. All right, your, your turn, PJ. You got one? Funny one? I don't really have anything funny. I mean, a, a lot of things that I'm thinking of are like stories that I don't want to tell because I tell too many girl stories. And I don't want to keep doing that every week. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking of some funny things, but it's it's uh, nothing that I want to participate in this week. <laughs> really? Okay. Uh, I've got a lot of good... Uh, off air, off air. Drug, uh, drug girl stories, but we're not, yeah. I guess we won't go there. Uh, Dylan Landstat wants to know, why does Aaron get so much hate from Jeff the producer? That's one of those questions that we don't answer on this radio <laughs> show, because uh, I don't want to get uh, to incite any more uh, problems with Jeff. I actually, I actually have no problem whatsoever with Jeff, and I hope he doesn't hate me. Um, so let's just move on from that one. You yes. know what I mean? If he hates Aaron, then it screws me over. So we, yeah. we don't want that. To we, uh, everybody likes I'm Jeff, Jeff him, so. and I hope that Jeff <laughs> and I hope Jeff likes us both. So. Yes. Um, next question. Uh, let's see. Uh, he wanted to. Jim Davis meant, makes a point of mentioning the the, uh, the oh the Brian McKnight, McKnight song. song that was funny. He says to use that. We as will a use, we will use that. Tonight. That's a good one. So if you don't know what the Brian McKnight song is, you're about to hear it uh, at the end of the show because we already had a commercial break. Um, all right, uh, Joe Cameron wants to know the best clothes choices for pulling women on a night out. Smart shirt. Smart shirt, obviously, he's not from the United States. Uh, T-shirt. It, jeans, it depends jeans. on where you are in the country. It's, yeah. Styles are completely different from coast to coast. And yeah. I, I go with, I mean, I think it's pretty popular now to wear a dressy T-shirt, like a nice uh, T-shirt and some kind of in, jeans. In, in, in New York, East, East Coast, that's, that's a, totally in. Uh, out in in California, it's a completely different style. They wear you. Well, you pointed you pointed this out to me. They wear a lot of uh, uh, what is it? The um, flannel, flannels, and flannels. All the guys in in California that are pulling chicks look like they're either pro skateboarders <laughs> or like pro like BMX riders. It's a it's a very specific look. And these guys will have the most beautiful women with them, and they have like you know they'll be wearing like Vans, which I think are the ugliest sneakers. Yeah. You know, like khaki, like shorts or pants, and like you know a flannel, you know five o'clock shadow, and like a weird you know straight brimmed hat. You're looking for that. Circle, and and you know you, you dress like you know basically like you're homeless. Yeah. Uh, and More I, homeless I've gone out places like you know I I, I will wear like. Um, I wear mostly t-shirts anyway, but, you know, you don't see anybody with, like, nice jeans and shoes and, like, a Lacoste t-shirt anywhere out in California, where it's very common in Connecticut and New York and Jersey to see that stuff. Joe also asks, um, uh, which bodybuilder guys, other than ourselves, or PJ, Mm -hmm. get uh, the most pussy? Now, I don't know if I want to answer that question, because I feel like we would be putting somebody on blast. Yeah, I don't don't want to answer that. So, um, there are definitely some guys out there, other than uh, PJ and myself, especially PJ, that definitely... Well, there's one guy that blows anybody I know away. Yeah, we're definitely not mentioning him, though. Um, (laughs) So, next question is, let's see... um, Oh, they, people like your singing. We we need you want to do a quick song for uh, what? Do we, what, what does there, did they specify? They just said that I've had a few people tell me that they love the singing. Rob Mans gets the song. You want to do a little song for Rob Mans? <sighs> does he have a song? Did he pick a song out? No, he didn't pick a song out. You want to, you want me to pick a song out? You can pick a song. Let's do a heavy metal. I feel version. a little raspy right now. I want to do like a. You want to do a, how about for California or for the West Coast? Let's do a little like a Nirvana kind of uh, grunge thing. Can you do that? Well, yeah, I mean Nirvana music just got to sound like you're like really like. Hammered and like mumble your words. Okay, there you go, Rob Mans. <laughs> Rob Mans, uh, Rob Mans, Rob Mans, yeah, Rob Mans. Very nice. That was kind of like a, um, 
Soundgarden kind of thing. Yeah, it was like a mixture between like Kurt Cobain and Soundgarden. Yeah, it was good. I was gonna put in like a little like like a Metallica and be like, ooh, yeah, Rob Man's. <laughs> that was a combination. Ooh. Like that. that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> I better we better stop before you keep going. Um. All right. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Um, let's let's let's. Uh, we got t- Curtis Andrew Hyde wants us to uh, give a shout. Talk about Game of Thrones, but I think only me out of us three watch, watch Game of Thrones. Tim, do you watch Game of Thrones? No. Nope. I Not love yet. Game of Thrones is the best show on TV. The season two just ended. I strongly suggest everybody go out there and rent season one. And start watching. Season two will be out pretty soon on DVD. I, I love, love, love. I strongly suggest that if you haven't seen it, you get all of the seasons of Eastbound and Down. That's pretty funny. They are pretty funny. Or Spartacus. Boardwalk Empire starts up again pretty soon. I, like I know Boardwalk you love Empire a lot. It's a very a good lot. show. And Tim recommends Spartacus. I, we haven't seen. I have it not yet. seen Spartacus. Although I have heard Spartacus good things. Spartacus is awesome. My my uh, my gay client likes Spartacus a lot. <laughs> no wonder Tim likes it then. Um, <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> um, let's do. Um, let's let's end the show. Ben Grahada. Uh, Japanese Grahada. Uh, he wants to uh, let's end the show. PJ, take us out. Um, why don't you give us your email address and how to get in touch with you in the retarded girl's voice? If you want to get in touch with PJ, you're not allowed to tell my boyfriend because he's afraid that I might kiss him and cheat on him and touch his muscles. You can reach him at pjbronfitness at yahoo.com. Oh, and by the way, uh, Amber had noticed that you mess up my email every week. And I told her that I had yelled at you on the last radio show. And it won't happen again. There you go. Uh, and uh, if you want to reach me, Jubaka at rxmuscle.com. This was another good show, an interesting show. I hope people like the video uh, aspect. You can go to uh, youtube.com backslash Aaron Singerman. I'll put it on the fan page also if you want to watch the, uh, the YouTube version. Actually, see me and PJ do the show for my house. I want to thank Timbo Holmes. You can find Timbo at Facebook. Uh, friend requests him. He's an up-and-coming young bodybuilder. Uh, a lot of potential in this young man. Uh, hopefully we'll see him compete in 2013 at a national-level show. Timbo, you want to say goodbye to the people? Goodbye, people. It was great talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Timbo Holmes. Uh, thanks, guys. That's it for this week. Hey, it's Brian McKnight here. Uh, you know, the other day on Twitter, I, was, I had an idea about doing an adult mixtape and I asked everybody on my timeline I was like you know if, if I had this idea what subject would you want me to tackle and there were some varied sort of responses most people only want to hear me do one kind of song but there's been lots of conversations I've had with men lots of conversations I've had with women just about other sexual type things that I'd like to tackle so I'm in the middle of writing a song and I'm going to give you a preview of what that song is and the name of the song is if you're ready to learn. So let me give you what the, what the chorus is. I'm going to give you a little bit of the track. This is what I say. Let me show you how your pussy works Since you didn't bring it to me first I have lots of things to show you If you're ready to learn Let me show you how your pussy works Bet you didn't know that it could squirt So let me give you a little bit of the track to give you an idea of what this is going to sound like.
So here, that's an idea of what's coming. I'm going to show you real soon and tell you how you can get it right there. Let me know what you think. Peace.